My name is King T'Challa, son of King T'Chaka. I am the sovereign ruler of the nation of Wakanda. And for the first time in our history, we will be sharing our knowledge and resources with the outside world. Wakanda will no longer watch from the shadows. We cannot. We must not. We will work to be an example of how we as brothers and sisters on this earth should treat each other. Now more than ever, the illusions of division threaten our very existence. We all know the truth. More connects us than separates us. But in times of crisis, the wise build bridges, while the foolish build barriers. We must find a way to look after one another as if we were one single tribe. Coming at you, not live from Avengers Tower. Two men talk about the films you care about. Or don't. It's a Sequel Men podcast and it starts right now. Thank you listeners and newcomers alike for coming to another episode of Sequel Men, the podcast. This is the wrap-up episode for MCU Phase 1, and I am one of your hosts, Christian Bring It All, and with me, as always, is... Spencer, hi. How are you? Good? Good. A little less good with right. with what, um, at the time of recording, it was yesterday, right? Or the Friday day before? Friday night. Friday night, September... Or, nope. August... 28th wasn't it well today's the 30th, 30th so it was two so days was ago so uh, yeah yes. august 28th uh sad news out of the marvel and out of the just the film, national community yeah, here chadwick bozeman as you heard from his black panther speech at the beginning instead of a cold open we thought it was appropriate to throw his speech in there because you know uh, everything his, going on right now yeah and, that and his passing on the 28th it's just it's sad because he was he was more than just like a mm-hmm. an actor like he was a good dude like he would go to children's hospitals like cancer hospitals with and people didn't know that he yeah. also had cancer no so it's not like and he was saying hey look i have cancer so that's today. incredible yeah i mean there were signs that i mean not signs you, but yeah in, well there kind of were and later in more of the most recent public appearances and photos he was in, I did notice, he, you know, he's looking more thin. Yeah. And at the time, I didn't think of whether or not it was cancer or if it was maybe preparing for a role or something. Right. But he didn't publicize it. He didn't tell anyone. I'm wondering if he told Kevin Feige or any of the upper brass at Marvel or if he still kept know. it to himself. 
You know what's remarkable but, <clears throat> about this, though, is... I admire that. It's yeah. not making it about, like, oh, I have cancer. Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah, more like of a it personal a thing. thing. It wasn't like he, maybe he didn't want people treating him differently knowing that he had this diagnosis. And going off of, you know, visiting children's hospitals and cancer clinics and things like that. He made these last few movies since 2016 when he was diagnosed. Yeah, several, like action movies Stage that required. Three, Marvel's Infinity War, Black Panther, Endgame. Endgame. Very intensive action-focused movies. Maybe even Civil War, because that came out in 2016, but they obviously filmed um, it in 2015. I don't know, right? but I know he did other movies also. Like, <clears throat> Not a great movie, but uh, and I had never seen it, but that... Um, Gods of Egypt movie. He was in that apparently. What? But that's kind of like an action movie. I don't know how big his role is, but he okay. did several movies while he was, he was just battling. just in 21 Bridges. Yeah. And like he he's was done, fighting it then too. He's been fighting it for, and he's kept doing it's, movies and, you know, doing uh, you it don't, for the fans and just doing his job. Living, not like, oh, I have this, so I want to take time off. He was doing what he was loving, right. what he loved doing. And when and what Black a Panther come out, dealing with something like that, yeah, exactly. it's so draining. Like I didn't really think of that at first, yeah. but well, and even on top of that, stage three, and you're going through chemo and treatments right. and surgeries, that stuff. If you th when you realize the impact and the seriousness of the condition, it is draining and exhausting. I mean, so he was making those movies, still going through mm -hmm. all that. And not and only he that, still kept himself fit. doing the press tours. Yeah, you know the movie tours. He was a, a guest judge for the NBA dunk contest this past year. He was and, on SNL. Yeah. I mean, people, it, and there were like signs, but you wouldn't really think of it because, um, like when he looked tired or like, you know, it looks like he's getting sick of doing the Wakanda forever. He wasn't, it's just, he looked tired because he was tired. And I can't relate mm. like personally, cause I don't mm -hmm. have it. I've never had it, mm -hmm. but like my grandpa had cancer and he, he won, like he's good now. But, I mean, I saw what it did to him. It drains you. And, I mean, I've seen other people, other friends, family members and mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, I couldn't imagine going through that. And, hey, I have this commitment to this this press tour for this movie, lots of interviews, and then I'm going to go do this late night. I'm going to be a judge at this dunk contest and do that. And it's draining. And, oh, also, I'm going to continue shooting these action movies. Well, didn't so. didn't somebody? There's this clip that's been going around of him being asked about helping kids with cancer at some sort of questionnaire or seen panel. I haven't. Well, but you might hear my son in the background. So it, another Just thing so you know about that that, uh, and I've said this before on the podcast is that his portrayal of King T'Challa, Black Panther, was. A heroic role model for so many children around the yeah. world just you know black children yeah white, white kids anyway even just having that representation mm -hmm. in, in black cinema of this powerful black character king of his own country in the middle of africa which was plundered by colonists yeah and they're able to have their own autonomy and develop their own country sitting on a literal gold mine of this resource weren't found out by any countries weren't taken advantage of just having that kind of setting and that kind of role model mm -hmm. i really admire and appreciate that and that he had that kind of role for for young black kids around the world just yeah as that kind of cinematic symbol 
Like, oh, I know, like, I have a picture I just shared on my Facebook. I don't know if you saw it, but it's a cartoon. It's like a political cartoon of, like, the Black Panther movie poster, and it's got two young black children in front of it, and it has the kid pointing at it saying, that that looks like me, or, like, that's right. me. And it's like, that's for, you know, for them, it's extremely powerful. Because it's right. a positive image. Because we, you know, as as two white dudes, mm-hmm. I mean, there's white superhero dudes all the time. Like, that's what it mainly yep. is. So we wouldn't even think about that. But then when it happened and Black Panther came out, I was like, you know what that is? We really it's haven't empowering. seen. I mean, we had the Falcon eventually in phase two, you know, uh, played by Anthony Mackie. And that was a mm-hmm. black superhero, but he wasn't like the central focus. And what, I mean, we have oh, Nick boy, Fury, but he's not... Something. Yeah, he's not like a superhero, but he's a main character. But again, he's not the central focus. And there's been like black characters, but he what like the movie was like basically an all black cast and it was just it was empowering so and it was good. Yes. And honestly, the movie, I'll be honest, I'm I'm not going to lie. I didn't think it was I mean, I liked it, but I didn't think it was like the greatest movie. Like I'm not even sure if well, I think yeah. it should have but but it's yes. deeper than that. Like I get it. It's deeper than that. So it I, resonates with so many people because right. of what it stands for. So because of that it makes it better. Like sure, it may have been generic sometimes. And like maybe not the best special effects, but it's not about right. that. Yeah. It's about the representation and that's why it it was so great of a of a milestone of a movie. Mm-hmm. So I can I can appreciate it for more than it as a movie. Mm-hmm. So that... Plus, and you just, know, he showed up in the other movies, too. Right. He was great. Like, he was great. I never had a problem with him. It was just the movie itself. Mm-hmm. I was I was like, yeah, it's good, but not great. But, you know, you get it now that it was more than just the story. It was what it represented. And people have been saying, you know what? Yeah, well, he kept on and kept doing these movies like yeah. for Marvel because he knew how important the symbolism was, mm-hmm. how important that role was to so many kids and even adults in the black community to finally be represented in a positive way, superhuman. Yes. And have him be the central character. You know, his acting career is kind of filled with these big iconic roles. Like he played James Brown. James Brown, yep. He played in this one. I haven't seen any of those other movies at all. This one is kind of ironic because when the day that he died... And um, every year, I'm pretty sure it's the same date, or at least around the same time, the Major League Baseball has Jackie Robinson Day, which for those of you, I guess this is Sports Corner real quick. Jackie Robinson was the first African-American baseball player to break the color barrier and play in the Major League Baseball, like the majors, like the actual majors. They had like other leagues for for african-american players but he was the first one to play in the major leagues and uh so like all the all the players on all the teams they all wear number 42 because that was his number you know every player number 42 it's jackie robinson day to honor him uh chadwick boseman played jackie robinson in the movie 42 and then he died on jackie robinson day so i thought that was kind of a like i don't know I don't want to say neat. Like, oh, neat that he died. That's not what I mean. But it was just no. kind of like this ironic... Something poetic about it. Po- there you way. go. Yeah. So, I mean, he's played a lot of iconic people in a relatively short career, really, as far as starring roles go. Mm-hmm. But he oh, was man. a hero on screen you know, and off. Yes. And, you know, 
it didn't get leaked. It didn't get mm-hmm. exposed by like TMZ or anything mm-hmm. else. And he was surrounded, you know, he was at his home when it happened yeah. with his family and it was a private thing. And I'm glad it was kept that way Me because too. it's respectful. It is. And he probably didn't want, you know, phot- photographers swarming no. his house and everyone asking him, oh, how are you doing? How's no. the treatment? Like, no, I don't want to deal with all that. No. It might it's also a- make the condition worse because of all the stress. Right. But, uh, yeah, so we'll, you know, as they say, rest in power, Chadwick Boseman, hero on and off the screen. I know, you know, we're going to be covering some movies that he's in here in the next few years. So it'll, it'll just be different. Mm-hmm. It'll be, I'll have a different outlook on those, those movies and his role in those. So it's, it's sad, but he's up but, there with Stan Lee now. But you know what? Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. And speaking of... You know, it's natural for you to think, well, are they? how are they going to handle it? There's a lot of ways they can do it. They're going to do it. That shouldn't even be what we're thinking They're about right now. They're competent filmmakers, yeah. They are. And that's from a film, you know, but obviously I don't... They are, have to we think don't know about how that because it's, it's the business. Up, but it, but we should be thinking about... Yeah. It's not about the it, movie right now. Right. It's about his life and his legacy. And what he stood for. But it is for, interesting to And what he to advocated think. on Twitter. Yes. And what his speech advocated that we played earlier in yeah. what's going on in the real world right now. Which yeah. has become inflamed once more since we've done our Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. It's hit another flashpoint. Yeah, there's a lot of... And again, it's, and you've been being hit with it in the face on social media news, so we aren't going to get into all the... There's nothing wrong with addressing it, but... Right. We've, you, I, we're, we prob- you probably already know how we feel about it, so... Yes, and all I'm saying is let's get a new let's get a new coaching staff and we'll head back to the playoffs absolutely i and like there's the my analogy. metaphor i really like the analogy uh-huh. so anyway and hopefully we can we don't have to rename ourselves the washington football team oh my gosh what a dumb name no we're the washington podcast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're the michigan podcast um but yeah so we are Wrapping it up, and just a couple things ahead. And we had a guest right, lined up right, right. That's for this going. show, and there was I'm not going to give details, but he right, he right. couldn't make it. He'll be on at some point because he's. I think he was going to be a great guest mm-hmm. uh, with a lot of good insights. So we'll have him on, and so it's just it, you're stuck with Christian and I tonight, and that's it. We tried to get a last minute guest. We tried several people, it, but, but we it, just couldn't. That's all right. We just couldn't swing it. Nope. So we'll wrap it up ourselves. Fine. I'll do it ourselves. <laughs> but we are wrapping up Marvel's Phase MCU. 1 MCU. And we will be revealing our final important necessary score. And we have some top three stuff right and on. some ranking stuff and end of the year awards. Mm-hmm. And we'll just talk about that. We're going to show off the wrap, the new wrap. Oh, yeah, the wrap, the wrap. It uh, this one it took me a while to really find a uh, some lyrics for some of this stuff to make it not too long because there's so much stuff. But I think I pulled it off, and you'll see later in the you'll show. Here, and I've heard some of it already, and it's pretty bomb. It is pretty. Is bomb. that what the kids say these days? I think it's and lit. It's, uh, <laughs> it slaps. <laughs> it, it is lit up. It is lit up, but uh, I think real quick before we even get in details, well, let's do that, our first. Re- what? 
I just wanted to make a little note because I know people probably been wondering, well, what happened to the weekly release? Oh, and I know yeah. we kind of been playing flip flop with that the last couple of weeks too. Release being late on our release. I'll explain myself. It's me. I started a new no, job no, no. a couple months ago, and it was a big week. I'm not. So okay. I I was unavailable. So that to be honest, this things, past week where we haven't recorded, it's busy. been kind of nice not having to worry about editing the podcast and taking yeah. a little bit of time off, a little bit of hiatus. But we're yeah. back. Forgive and us. In the future, we're. We're not going to commit to always being a Thursday morning release. But it will be but weekly. But it will be a weekly show. So just watch for it. More keep than you likely on, your toes. on the weekends. So keep, keep an eye on Thursday through Sunday is the release period there you moving go. forward. <laughs> we just wanted to make that clear just in yes. case deadlines run a little short. Yeah. But we're we're sticking with the weekly mm-hmm. things. But uh, So let me just recap real quick before the recap wrap. The phase one is Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America, and the Avengers. And I think we should just start right off with one of our our, our rankings here. I Hopefully you did this, our, our personal rankings of the films. So Oh, I did. I didn't give him a number, though. No, no number. We just kept the fin to the fin. We didn't give an individual fin because that didn't make any sense. We, why might, we, that stupid. we might phase that out. So, <laughs> do you want to go first with what uh, the films that you your, your rankings worst of them? To f- worst to best. Yep, six to one. So this is Marvel's Cinematic Universe Phase One, worst to best. And these are off, individual personal. These are ones. individual person. This is mine. This is mine. Incredible Hulk, coming up in last. Here, well, let's go back and forth with each one of them. Okay. So, like, Good your idea. number six was Incredible Hulk. Mine also okay. was the Incredible Hulk. It makes sense. It's the it weakest does. link. It is. It gave us a great character, a great Stanley cameo, and one wow. of my favorite um, uh, character spotlights I did in that one. I, I really I thought mm. I pulled it together well, and it had its moments. <laughs> like visually, I liked like, it. Oh, I'll get into that later when we get into Finn. Yeah. But just the just uh, the effects were impressive. I'll just say that. It seemed like its own thing, and it just wasn't a super. It's the great bastard story. child of Phase One. Yeah, but nonetheless important. It 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 got us a character that Not we needed really. later on. It they got us a character d- that we needed later on. They and rebooted Bruce and two two three movies know, later. But the character itself. Oh, so anyway, right. number five. Number five, the Avengers. Wow. You're gonna shoot me for that one. Yeah, I almost want to. Oh. I'm going to let you explain before I tell you my five. Explain. It mostly, Briefly, I think, has to do with the effects. And I will talk about that later. I'm sorry. I said it crossover. in the last episode. It's the biggest crossover episode. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, I know. I know. Everything I want to pluck else, my ears out. There's other things in the other movies that might have been done better. Might have been done. May have been done better. The I'll talk into that later, too. You're a controversial but dude. But... Mostly the effects. 
So you're, I, I, the effects dragged it down a little bit. That's so weird. And you couldn't see past that because the effects were even great. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you are, but that's well, what it is. What's your number five? Thor. And I really liked Thor, but the other <laughs> ones I just they I didn't feel right putting anything else there. And Thor's honestly. Thor is a very I love competent that movie. movie. I do too. I love, I love all these. These are a ranking we had to. Like, there has right. to be a worse than the bunch. That doesn't mean I think that everybody bad. would put Incredible Hulk at the bottom of their lists. For phase one, yeah. Yeah. But later on with her. But, um, really? Okay. I really like Thor. Yes, yes. I thought it was fun for the most part. It's fun. And it's a movie you can have kind of on in the background. I like just having it on. Like, I like, I always fall asleep with a movie on. Or something for some depends on how tired I am, because I just like to have that you know listening to something in the background. And Thor mm-hmm. is a movie that in the past has been one of my uh, bedtime movies, because it's just something I like having on. It's weird. <laughs> I don't know Snuggle why. Snuggle up in your blanket. Time for bed. <laughs> Time for Thor. Thor. No hammer. Hammer. But uh, want me yeah, to put Thor. the hammer down? Do I look to be in a gaming mood? That's the Avenger. That's I know, but yeah. the line. Is- all right, so that's my five. And now number four to you, sir. Number four is Iron Man. Uh, my lip is still numb from my surgery, and I could really bite it off right now trying to just not attack I'm... you with my words. And I wouldn't even feel it. Explain yourself, I guess. Iron Man is a good start to the MCU, but is it the best one out of No, but out of the, the phase one? It's not the best one. I can't really fault you I, here because, like I said, this is right in the middle. There and I'm are thinking movies. also how it, the context and how it relatively impacts the later films. I what guess. is it set up? How does it relate? What kind of impact you know does it have on later films? That sort of thing. That's what I was thinking of. And Iron Man, it starts the whole thing off. But there's another movie that's directly above it that just had a bigger impact on the whole grand scheme of things than Iron Man did. Fine. I'm not, you know what? There are memorable quotes in Iron Man that are very meaningful to the future. But I think it's going to take the number four slot. I'm interested to hear what your villain rankings are based on your movie rankings. And um, apologies, my wife and son were playing outside. You can probably hear them in the background here. They're... (laughs) <laughs> playing and getting ready for bed so little cameo appearance back there but uh yeah so what are we on number four yours was iron man my number four is captain america <laughs> and that's because it just it is, i'm not again, laughing because i disagree i'm laughing because yours is practically the inverse of oh, mine okay i can yeah it is yeah but i i loved it more than what i did when i originally yeah. saw it and like i said these have to there has to be one right in the middle. Mm-hmm. And the, the three above it, I think, are better. I enjoyed more. But this one had a, it set up a lot. And I think the big thing for me was just how clunky the scenes flowed together I, at some time. I agree. Like, the pacing issues with the, them. Yeah, it was weird. Going straight to that motorcycle yeah, sequence. See, that just and not fit fitting well that, with me. that Bucky moment. The Right. Like... Or more so over Bucky moment, shoving that later on in the third act was just yeah, weird. Yeah, just when it happened, it just seemed like that was just another soldier that he mm-hmm. lost. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't feel like, oh, he just lost his best friend. the effect was awful. Yeah. And a lot of them <laughs> are in this movie. But overall, I mean... You put a you put a VHS filter over that and it looked straight out of the oh, it's 90s. Perfect. Well, or the Literally. 40s. 
But there's a Because it takes place in the France. Is she? Yeah, I'm surprised. Captain America loses his best friend on the Hydra train. <laughs> what will happen next? Find out next week on MCU. I. It, Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> maybe that's what they were going for is this cheesy looking 40s. No. Maybe. No. Yeah, they know. were just not great. But I, I, I did love the movie a lot. Uh, yes. I not, Again, I love all these. Except you know, the Incredible Hulk, I don't love. You know what, I, you know what I'm going to say from number three? Um, I Take a guess. wild damn guess. No, I want you to say it. Captain I'll tell America. you if I'm right. Captain America! Because, like I said, the whole setting up with Steve Rogers' character and, like, just his character, his morals, what he stands for being Captain America, developing into the captain before, you know, he was just selling war bonds. He, his mm -hmm. he, symbol, Captain America, but then he actually becomes a captain and he holds true to what he yeah. believes. And going into later films, he might get yeah. a little disillusioned maybe with what happens in phase two and phase uh -huh. three. But very good character building, meaningful relationship with Peggy, which is incredibly important into the future of the MCU. Oh, Just yeah. building that. The Red Skull, the Tesseract, combining the elements um, introduced in Thor, the magic and science idea. Oh, yeah, yeah. That like, all elevates the movie. It, it, real it, cool. Yeah. Real cool. Good. It, it, yeah, it's good. It's good. Well, my number three... Wait, we're on number three, right? Yep, yep, yep. My yep. number three... Might be a controversial choice to have it so high up there, but you obviously haven't said it yet, so you think it's up here too. But uh, Iron Man Two, mm -hmm. Iron Man Two, and probably one of the weaker villains. But and even, yeah. but I don't think it deserves as much criticism and hate as it gets. I think it's a very I fun agree. movie. Yeah, it's very fun. It's well put together. Very yeah, well written. It's good. It has little. It has a lot of fun little Easter eggs. <laughs> Phil, that's Ooh. my dog. Phil Coulson's in it with a big role. He actually has a bigger role in all these movies. Well, the ones that he's in more than what I remembered originally. What does Phil in Iron Man 2 do? He supervises I feel like him. an idiot asking that question. Um, he he talks to it. Like he, when Tony has well, he his has breakdown. he has those brief moments with and him. And he watches him. Or watches him. He like American supervises Shield, him. The Captain America shield. That was a yeah. highlight. And he just kind of mediates, and hey, you have to do this, and if you try to leave, I'll tell you would watch super. Oh, you bitch! Sorry, cut that out. <laughs> yeah, you cut that but, out. Yeah, but so no, I, I'll, I'll tase you and watch you drool. I watch Super Nanny. Yeah, he's fun. Bill Coulson's fun, but even more than that. It has some good suits. It has a new element, like a lot of future implications with this. We get um, Howard Stark. We get to see him a little bit in action. And a lot of cool like, little mystery elements. Thankfully, we don't elements. get to see his ass, like Buried he says. My ass. Yeah. <laughs> but fun. You get half of a good villain. You get Justin Hammer was fun as a villain. He was fun. Like this, this comic book. I just anything that Sam Rockwell does. Oh, he's is a gem just a joy. in the movie. He's a gem. Love him, love him, love him. I want to make Tony's suits look like they belong in a museum. Something even, like that. Even even Ivan, the ex-wife, as not Whiplash, 
is a pretty competent, good villain. It's yeah. just, in the end, he kind of flutters. His, his whole screen. character is just in the shadows. It's even established right at the beginning like of the movie. you think he's going to have this big like, showdown. And that shot done. right in the beginning. When <laughs> <laughs> that shot? I'm not going to do it because my throat, but... Oh, yeah. The, when he's leaning against the door frame or something and it's too dark to see him but you see oh, him yeah. when he finally turns around his that sets the tone for his whole character all mm-hmm. the whole while he's just scheming in the background really and i like his hair yeah i mean it's <laughs> cool I mean, his 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 costume and makeup is pretty fun i'm getting a haircut on tuesday maybe i'll uh, get it to look like that you'd have to grow it you'd have to get a hair yes yeah, i'd like the russian convict please <laughs> the russian convict all right number 2 number 2 is thor thor for me i just really like it that I is really an interesting one. I just like it. I like the character. I like the uniqueness of it. I love the Bifrost sequences. And I just love the I don't know, it's just um, I can't even properly explain why I like it this much. But the music is, is awesome. The visuals are impressive. The special effects, I mean. There's a lot of background noise tonight. Sorry, everybody. We apologize for that. I apologize. My dog. I... Uh-oh. Okay, there she goes. Okay. Okay, we're good. All right. So anyway... I'm not even mad that you put it that high because <clears throat> I love that movie. Is there just some... There's charm to You know it. what's funny? Not there's funny. Some, there's something charming about it that just makes yeah. me like it more. Something in the eyebrows. No... <laughs> No, I do have a thing. So, the Incredible Hulk might be like the ugly duckling, the forgotten child, but I feel like Thor, because it's not so bad that it's talked about and it's not great so it's not talked about, it's the forgotten movie because it's just, it's there. Thor wasn't anybody's favorite at this point in time. He wasn't really a fun character. He wasn't. The movie was fine, (laughs) but he wasn't a joy yet. He wasn't his funny set. Like, he was just kind of serious and... But uh, it, the movie itself... Thor looked to be in a gaming man. Yeah, yeah. Thor rarely gets talked about. Like, the movie Thor. Thor is the second stepchild of the MCU behind Incredible Hulk. Yeah, I and say. my rankings show that. But, but uh, I really like Thor. Yeah, no, I like the fun. message. I like the development. It has an epic moment. It, it has does. one of the best moments. We'll mm-hmm. cover it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my number two is a little bit more conventional. It's Iron Man because it's just it's one of the best origin stories I've ever seen. It has a great arc, sets up the MCU, and it's just well made. The villain again, not great, but you're kind. I'm kind of being swayed now that. Because I... mm-hmm. look at what he did. He starts with this. I don't care about anybody but myself. And then slowly Very progresses because of like some adversity that he finally has to face in his life mm-hmm. with where he can't use his money to get out of. And he has to figure out or how to use charm. his brains. Yeah. And luckily he is super smart and that shows. Like it shows he is he's not just a fake um he isn't there's it's not somebody else behind the scenes that runs the show. He really is a genius and it shows. His intellect shows and he takes that experience and uses it to become a hero instead of just doing things for himself. Mm-hmm. And then obviously... Well said. I'm here to talk about the Avenger Initiative, our first post credit scene of the MCU. And it sets up the rest. 
And it's great. It sets it Tony I mean, on his overall arc while also having one in the movie. And each movie that he's in, his character develops even even more. But this one starts it. It takes a character that Iron Man was nobody's favorite coming in just like Thor. Like, not a lot of people knew about Iron Man. He wasn't a super popular, even mm-hmm. in the comics. Mm-hmm. He was like a B character, and now he's like the A character. He's right up there with Spider-Man now. Yeah. They are the mascots of Marvel. Because of this movie, well, the whole MCU, but this movie really put him on the map. They took the characters that they had the rights to, and they started with Iron Man. And and it it is cool that it's a. RDJ is a metaphor for Tony Stark and how, you know, he went through his own troubled times. Excellent point. Alcoholism and being in prison. Excellent point. And Tony Stark is the perfect, really the perfect character. For him mm-hmm. to play, he and is. he played it perfectly. I mean, I would say it's almost perfect. I can't see how many it's times am I going to say perfect. that. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. Yes, I do. It was just kind of a cool meta moment. Like he's playing a character, but that's basically himself. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's Iron Man number two, and your number one. It only leaves one. If people have been following along, so we know yours and we know mine. But say it, Iron Man two. And which I'm not even shocks, mad. Which I'm not even mad. Is shocking that your number one and two are two of the most criticized movies, Thor and Iron Man two. Well, because Iron Man two, upon I can dig it. Upon this viewing, yeah, you notice some of the stuff being laid down here as well. Mm-hmm. The like shield. you get the hint that the shield, the tiny hint at the Tesseract with the new element, which we discover is because Howard Stark researched the Tesseract and made oh, yeah. basically yeah. an imitation element to yes. try and mimic the energy creation. Yes. That's stupid. You're That's right. Stupid no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> no, you got it. The creation of the element creation. Yeah. You're, you're, yeah. You're okay. You're good. <laughs> but and no, and just the, the symmetry between the villains and the heroes, Tony and Vanko Venko, yeah, <laughs> but just the whole the another villain where it's because of Tony's past, the sins of the mm-hmm. father kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just having Good that point. symmetry, even like we talked about that awesome opening shot when Ivan is like hammering away at the at his own suit, mm-hmm. and it's like an exact mirror of the shot in Iron Man when Tony's doing the same thing in the cave. Yeah. And it's like you're establishing this is going to be a dark version of Tony Stark. And it kind of was. Whereas between Ivan and his dad, family grudge against Tony and his father. His father will fire your father. Mm-hmm, you got to take it out on the one that's left. And I, I like that thematic material. Plus you kind of build, you ha- kind of have Tony having this subtext like he's dying because of his... He can't find an, another element. Oh, yeah. That's another big thing. And it forces him to use his intellect. So many, in, like an important You can't buy line. your way out of health issues. Right. Uh, well. Well, in mean, America you can. Yeah. But um, stuff with Pepper, the line, oh. it was you. It always, it's always you. It always Man, was you. The chemistry they have is just, it's palpable. Like mm-hmm. when I'm watching, I'm going, what does that taste? Oh, it's their chemistry. With a little pepper on top. (laughs) I used to think it was boring, but if you look at it not from a, oh, there's barely any action sequences. If you look at it from a thematic 
character and how they impact yeah. each other sort of view. It's there's much more, more compelling. There's more to action movies than action. And I already re I I also realized that Tony was asking he wanted Rhodey to take the suit when he's saying go on take it. That is like, you want to be the more machine. Up. It's upon further thinking. Yeah, that's a very good catch. It's because he's dying. He needs someone to take over as Iron Man. Mhm. Mm so that's why he's giving he wants him to take the suit. He was calling out. He's looking for a successor. Mm -hmm. and, and I didn't realize that until after our episode. He was came doing out. that with him and with Pepper, making her CEO. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So a lot of fun little thematic elements there. And but, it might uh, tie in to later on in the MCU too, when he he's facing mortality. Yeah, and it might, or it might not. The, the the idea of loss. There was this idea of loss. This kind of sets the precedent, mm -hmm. but. Yeah. yeah, I would say I'm... Uh, Solid yeah. number one. I'm going to go with the obvious choice, though. My number one is the Avengers, obviously, because mm. it did at the time. It just what did what... Who... Oh, my elbow just cracked. you hear that? I did not. It just, there was such this big crossover event, and they pulled it off, like this monumental, huge blockbuster film that could have just been a mess, Justice League, but it wasn't. You know... it. Everything worked. They took elements from each... Like, they took these characters that shouldn't work well together and they do and it's because they it's set the Marvel's they set first. the stones yeah they did it right they let oh nice <laughs> they set the stones ah. in place to make it so it made sense mm -hmm. that these characters jived together like building and they didn't up. right away mm -mm. they didn't they didn't right away and it took uh two and a half hours to get there and they did it it didn't seem too long a lot of activity in the King household tonight. This is what it is. A dog walked by the house. That's why she barks. I don't know why. I such a mm. but the Avengers biggest crossover of the century at the time, at, at the least time, of the decade. Yeah. At the least decade, of the decade. The, the decade. Yeah. Well, that was only the two years. <laughs> that was only two years into the decade, though. So. But of the decade. Of the entire... It was. Are they right? It yeah. started... It had movies after it scrambling DC to figure out <laughs> how do we how do we match this? You know what? We could just start right now, admit that we're behind, and just mimic and set up these movies, and we're going to try it with Man of Steel. We're going to try okay, it. You know what? Uh, F you it, know what? Justice League. You know what? Introduce no, everybody no, no. right now. The analogy, the MCU was like loading a musket. It takes a lot of careful prep and time to load it safely, to fire it, and then to load it again. The DC, they just filled their clip and just... Yeah, they just... Blasted them off. Let me just say Without this about DC. Well, we're on the, uh, we're Much on the consideration, subject. consideration, anyway. DC. No offense to Zack Snyder. Matt Mack... The MCU walked, crawled, and ran mm -hmm. to get where it is now. So DC could just sit and watch. <laughs> Let's say no. This maybe is a, a classic tortoise in the hair. Maybe yeah, I was going to use a running analogy. A lot of times people have to prepare to do a 10K. 
They have to yeah, train. They, they have to train. DC was the guy who decided, I'm going to do it. And then they just do it. And he, they, they, bet they, it, they he, peter out after the first. He bet his friends, oh, I can do a marathon. Watch, I can do a marathon. I knew you have to train. Well, yeah, and you then do. they're like, I want it. And you want it. Martha, water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they tried. When we get to those, that'll be fun. Yeah, I guess. But yikes. Anyway, yeah, the And Avengers. maybe we'll find some value in them on maybe second view. Like Ben Affleck as the best Batman. Fight me. His, anyway. His suit. All right, we're not talking I'm about that. I'm not going to. You know, uh, those are our uh, phase one rankings. And, yeah, you know, I got to maybe with a little more thought and time, with these rankings, I may have rearranged. We've had like six weeks, I know, seven weeks, I know. eight weeks. But I, I did them today, earlier today on my walk. With a little more thought, maybe I would have been more balanced out in what I feel. Because now I'm right. kind of feeling, oh, man, yeah, maybe you're right. I should have had that up if I didn't think yeah. about that. But uh, it is what it is. It is. It's fine. We each have our own. Iron Man 2 fine. is a solid sequel, I will say it that. It is. And it's in my top three. And like so. we said, I think we talked about it too. Is it's it? it's yeah. a character movie. It's not like... It's kind of like Spider-Man 2 in that sense, where it's more about the character, like Tony Stark really and not Iron Man. It's not just an action yeah. fest. Although Spider-Man 2 had a good villain. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, I'm kind of missing Toby. Uh, sidebar, um, I heard a rumor, Toby Maguire is in oh. talks to return as Spider-Man. In some sort of maybe Spider Verse looking, funny looking, I don't know. All I know is that Doctor Strange 2 deals with the multiverse, and Sam Raimi, director of the Spider Man films, is directing it. Oh, there's no question you're going to have a Sam Raimi cameo. There's no question. A Sam Raimi cameo? Sam Toby Raimi Maguire. and Tobey Maguire. Why would Sam Raimi cameo in his movie? He's not known for cameos like Stan Well. Not like Stanley. Peter Jackson was in his Lord of the Rings and Hobbit movies. Yeah, but it's not as like, hey, that's Stanley. I meant okay, covers blown. I meant to say Tobey Maguire. Okay, sorry. Yeah, that's okay. I forgive you. So those are our rankings. We I'm have, not um, asking for forgiveness. Okay, then I don't. And I'm I'm not asking for permission. What the? F what's the line? I don't know. From uh, Infinity War. I don't. Remember. I'm beyond asking for permission. I don't. Remember. We have five more, um, like, ranking categories, as we usually do, plus the fin. So this episode, we'll just do that instead of talking too much about each film, because each one of these will talk about the films within and why. Mm -hmm. So that's us recapping. So did you do a top three fight scenes? I did not. I did. I can think of them right now. All right. Well, I'll go first. You then. go first. Uh, so our next category. I go first. You go first. Uh... I'll go first. That's our ongoing thing. I did a top three fight scenes. As you know, our wrap-up shows go, we just have some different categories and stuff. But I did a top three fight scenes. Number three, I did Thor and Friends versus the Ice Giants. And again, these might be controversial, but I just really liked that one. I thought it was, it was just kind of fun and funny, and it had the big hammer moment. It showed Thor and his powers, and I mm -hmm. liked that. I liked mm -hmm. it. I liked each of his friends. I friend. can dig it. 
it foreshadowed with Loki, and I I thought it it was just really good. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. And my number two fight scene is Thor versus Iron Man and Cap in the forest, because of this is more long term because of what it implies later and how it's mirrored later. But it is fun because it's it's three heroes. There's no villains in this fight. Loki watches, but there's no villains in this fight. It's Thor, hero, Iron Man, hero, Cap, hero. And you just kind of see different abilities that they each have. And it shows that how could these guys ever team up? And it creates that adversity, but then they orig- they eventually do. So that's a fun little... Even though it's bad, it has some humor. And it's just fun. There's not like... there is there music... In this yes. Scene? Okay. Yep. Um, and Some then of my, it very reminiscent of. Yeah. And my movie. number one best fight scene of the MCU Phase One is the obvious one, Battle of New York, because you get the Avengers coming together. You get some beautiful cinematography. You get something we've never seen. Fight me. You get stuff we've never seen. <laughs> you each, want me to put the hammer down? <laughs> I do. I'll throw my shield up. And it it has yeah. each character gets a moment. Or several moments. And a lot of development happens in this and some foreshadowing things. And it shows a different... It shows each skill level of person and they stay in their lanes. Like, it's not Batman fighting Doomsday. <laughs> it's Hawkeye and Black Widow realizing, you know what? We're going to stay in our lane and do what we do, but we're not going to take on too much. Because it wouldn't make sense for... Hawkeye and Black Widow to jump onto Leviathan and just start do it. That wouldn't make sense. So they fought the little guys and did what they did best. And even they weren't useless characters. Because I was thinking, like, how would Black Widow... Like, this is Avengers. This is a, a threat out of otherworldly. How are they going to... But she was relevant and she helped. And so did Hawkeye. So the Battle of New York, and it was good. And I had one of my favorite shot sequences, that one long take where it goes from each hero... And it just flowed together, and the teamwork. Oh, that's, that's fucking teamwork. Tenacious D. All right. Thank you for that. No problem. What are your off the top of your head three fights? My off the top of my head, I think number three. I'm gonna say the Battle of New York. And no, that's a good one. Cinematography wise, he's. It's a really good one. He's rubbing his the space. In Can I have his some eyes. privacy? Telling everybody what I'm doing. No. <laughs> you just... <laughs> the Nero phase. Anyway, no, Battle of New York, because it is very cool seeing all the heroes come together in that the moment. iconic shot. It's the iconic shot, but the cinematography... I will say number three, because that one long shot was awesome. I love it, especially the scene where uh, Iron Man shoots Cap's... Oh, shield. shield. I love that. I love that. Ah. But some of the cinematography, you all know this, it's hit or miss for me. Some of the, it just comes, I, I don't like it. I don't like some of it. Go to number two. That's what I brings it down to number three. Number two. Number two. I'm going to say Iron Man's um, appearance at the, at the, at the village. 
when he beats that. Well, those, I guess that counts as a fight. Scene, it's a fight. It? It's an I action sequence. About action sequence. Fight sequence. No, you're right. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Just when he first lands. That didn't no problem. Music that cuts no problem. out. That didn't no problem. Music cuts out. He just right. sucker punches that guy. Uppercuts him like twenty feet into the air. He shoots his. Rep- it's awesome. I love it. He's it's one all of the most yours. Yeah, I love that scene. Yeah. I'll put that as number two. Because well, that's his transformation. There's emotional weight there too. Exactly. Yep. That's his first real appearance as Iron Man. But uh, what am I going to say for number one fight scene? I'm going to say one of the ones you said, Thor, Cap, and Iron Man in the woods, in the forest. Because it's deeper than the fight. It's deeper than the fight. It's deeper so, the, fight. The, sym- the symmetry, the ring theory-ness of it, I love it. It's It makes it that much more meaningful that they... They called back to this later on with yeah. some of the similar music cues and just the reflection of it later on is just awesome. Here they're separate. They're fighting each other. Later on, they're united, standing yeah. up together. <clears throat> it's awesome. I love it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's a good one. That is a good one. That was kind of a, a little And mini, it's cool to see these. Again, it's cool to see these characters interacting with each other in one movie. Like for, they used to have their own, you know, they're separate. It's compartmentalized. Yes. Now they're together. And it's like holy shit, Iron Man and Thor are fighting. Like <laughs> little did they know, they were fighting each other while teaching each other their power. That just adds to like it. it was, they were learning Tactics. each other's ability. They were working with each other while working against each other. Mm-hmm. And that's what I have to say about that. All right, so moving right along, I guess this is like a segmented show, and that's fine because if we talk. It's such a deep thing. If we didn't just do these little rankings, it it would be us just talking a bunch about stuff you've already heard. But um, we're going to do our... In my family, at the end of the week, sometimes, if we had a fun weekend or just randomly, we'll do a best and worst. Like, hey, what's your worst of the weekend? What's your best? And this podcast is no different. Do you want to do our three worst moments of the phase one? Like the uh, moments that made us go, uh, or the three best moments first? Should we start with worse and get him out of the way? Mm-hmm. All right. And on All a right. good note. And on a good note. All right. Well, uh, let's do three worse then. You want to do your you want to do your worst first? Starting with number three. I can go. I'll I'll. Did just you give not me plan these? No, I thought we were only doing the top three suit ups. No, we always do the best and worst I know. moments. My I'll mind go. Was scrambled. That's I don't okay. want to go because then it's gonna. I'll give you time. Me. I'll give you time. I don't want to just copy yours. That's all right. I'll go first. That's what you won't. I'll just. It's fine. So number three. We're, hold on. I got I'll a tingly. Think of them while you I got go. a tingly in my nose. Going forward, Christian, we always do a three best, I, three worst. It. It just scooted out of my mind. Yeah, I don't apparently. know why. That's all I right. I forgot. That's all right. Maybe you sit this one out. I don't no. want you to be influenced. Okay, you'll think of some. Number three. Just to put it simply, it's more of a... Maybe I'll just go not, through some of my... not. Oh, sure. Whatever. You know. It's more of a... It's it's less of a moment and more of a moment. But, ugh. Number three worst moment. Thor's eyebrows. Which brings me to tonight's sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Thoriel. That's right. If you want hair like Thor and... Just worthiness like the thunder lightning god himself. Try Thoriel. And you can buy that at podbean.com. Just kidding, that's not a real site. It is a real site. It's our host. But Thoriel gives volume 
and electricity to your hair that you never thought you would. And if you call now, you're going to get Thor's eyebrow dye, which, well, if you're really having struggling in the dating room, you're going to struggle even more. Because if you want your eyebrows to look like somebody just colored on them with a white marker and then shaved them off and tried to staple them back on, but they were blonde... Then Thoriel Eyebrow Care is for you, my friend. And just so you know, if you call in the next 10 minutes, you'll get Mil Mew. No. <laughs> and which is which is a very this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, folks, because Thoriel gives you the strength of Thor without being worthy enough to hold his hammer. But if you get Thoriel, then you you will possess the hammer through your head the lightning flows and your dick just gets the size of the hammer and you're worthy enough to carry it around the ladies love it the guys want to be it thoriel in your pants buy now today get the hammer enhancer and the eyebrow wax treatment free thank you so number two for three worst moments are also you're worth it Thoriel, you're worth it too. <laughs> number two is but you're not uh, worthy. <laughs> number three worst moment: Whiplash versus War- <laughs> versus War Machine and Iron Man. Because it just he came was like, uh, I'm gonna take off my mask, he and then they fight for two like, seconds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like they they fight for two seconds, and then he self destruct. It's such a uh, it could have been big. And they're like, no, we didn't. I it just it was a cringe. It what the, he he was building this suit the entire movie for this showdown, and then the drones fight him, and that's cool. And then he's there for a minute, and it nothing, no payoff to his suit. And uh, number one, I think we can agree on this one in Captain America, the First Avenger. <gasps> Cap and Natalie Dormer kiss for no reason. I don't. Wow, I'm surprised. I was just cringy and worth, and it 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 made it her more nowhere. of an object. Yeah, that's oh. the only reason she was there is just to have Peggy walk in. They needed well, it was a moment. Supposed to make uh, Cap look. It's supposed to make Steve look chivalrous. It was like dumb. just quirky, nervous. Like oh, I've never been kissed by a girl before. And then they do it. And then his first kiss they was with her instead it. of Peggy. No, that's not what I meant. Oh, okay. Although maybe they did later. No, they didn't. I... They weren't fondueing. <laughs> nice. Fondueing, because, like, fondueing, for those of you who don't know, is when you dip stuff in a creamy, hot, delicious liquid. Okay. Uh, usually cheese or chocolate. Sometimes caramel. Okay. Okay. Wow. Thank you. Okay. Good. Thank you. It just it, it didn't fit the rest of the movie. I didn't think. I didn't like it. I hated it. It was stupid. That was my number one. Where is my weird? Okay. Do you have some? I have some top three worsts. Bottom three worsts. Bottom three worsts. Sorry. Wow. I didn't mean that. Wow. Um, shit. I'm sorry, I didn't think of these. You know what? You don't get. I want to do some though. I have some. Okay. Number one. Okay. In no particular order. Three worsts. No particular order. I can think of a couple. One. That silent, awkward moment between Natasha or Natalie and Tony. 
in the boxing ring. I forgot about that. That's just empty mention. space, awkward space. Why have it? So it's bad. just weird. Number two. I'm going to do an honorable mention. That scene when she just got in right. the ring mm-hmm. and he, it was so weird. Like, why do you have her do that? And B, why does she go along with it? It's stupid. Sorry. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Happy. Give her a lesson. Why? In a dress and high heels? Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. When I'm caught in the middle of the street. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> we should do two. Pitch Perfect. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe someday. That's not our next one, though. I I will go with your Whiplash one, too. Just in terms of the impact it had on the film. The zero impact? On Iron Man 2. Just kind of a truncated way for him to get out get out of the movie you know yeah. you know he's he's a, supposed to be the big baddie of the movie and he just spends five like three minutes of screen time I don't even in the know final battle and that's it I don't it. even know if it's three minutes dude he he goes out like a bitch see how I carried that me what? saying that me saying bitch for that long <laughs> lasted longer than the fight <laughs> Ah, yes, the fight. Number three, it's got to be something from Incredible Hulk. We got to have something from the Hulk. You could do the, we're walking. Oh. That wasn't really that bad of a moment. No, I guess there's no, like, super cringy bad parts. Mm, What about when all of a sudden... Bruce is back. And I am sorry, just... listeners. I should have done my job and mm-hmm. figured these out, but I, it just went over my head this this time around. No, it's cool. It's okay. But it's it, maybe the brainstorming right here will come up with some bad aspects. But, oh, no. Uh, number three, bad moments. I'm going to say... My ear itches. Hold on. <laughs> you know, if you had Thoriel, it. it. Thoriel, it's a no itch. I got it. Avengers... With the waitress woman, not having that deleted scene mm-hmm. in is a big, big no-no I can in terms that. of that. Because she just gets way too much screen time mm-hmm. and makes her look too important when she's nowhere to be found in other movies. Mm-hmm. That's a mistake. I like that. Or at least or no, not even found in any other place in the movie she's in. <laughs> not just other movies. But right. She's not there. Unless she was a stunt double for somebody. She oh. basically, I think, took the place of that old man that you were talking about. Who said he was all of us? He was all of us. Or I think what it's was the line? we all knew him. We all knew him. Grandpa, are you okay? Yeah, we all. They used to call me Dum Dum Dugan back in the day. <laughs> that would be cool. And that was the guy, the guy with the bowler hat and the mustache. Oh yeah, we didn't Why mention is that? that Dum Dum Dugan. He becomes a senior member of Shield. Oh, he does. Yeah, in the comics. I did not the, know that. In Marvel. Just in general. <clears throat> Did not know that. Good deal. Um, okay, let's transition. And I know this seems really Captain America-y. We're just going from one thing to the next, but that's how this wrap-up show kind of works. That I mean, Top it, best? Yeah. Just we're going from one little seggy to the next seggy. Mm-hmm. But uh, do yeah. you have some best moments for us? Or? Best moments? Did you plan those? Oh, my... <laughs> I have some of my best moments in mind. Do you want me to go oh, so I can spark Do you want to go first or yes, do you want do. me to go first? I want to go first. You go first. I what go if first. you went first last time? I don't care. You don't have any. You didn't do your homework. I did. I Am do I the only one that did my homework? I... <laughs> Selvig's notes. 
right, I'm Quantum I, Jerry. I'm gonna give an honorable mention. Okay. Um, for three best moments, when Thor regains his worthiness with the hammer, like the with the fist up, and then he catches the hammer, and he's just like, and the lightning, and then ding, 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 you know ding, what? Ding. Just going off that, that's one of my top moments. All right, yeah, let's I go love, back and forth like this. I, like I this. love that moment. That's I just your love three. it. I got goosebumps when I watched it. I got Thor bumps. I think I did get goosebumps. It's just the music, how it pops some goosebumps. It's all building up, even though it was after a stupid little metal slap. Oh yeah, it's over. <laughs> Go, Jane. It's just this. This movie but really slaps. What, oh, that's a good one. But mm-hmm. after that, just the music building up, the hammer, mm-hmm. Odin, Odin sings, <laughs> "Whosoever, Thor." Oh, whosoever, whatever. Actually, I think there's a deleted scene when Thor is trying to regain his strength, and he's he's going through his. His his dad's sayings, and he's like, and then there's a moment when he's like, when he hears his dad go, and then he gets really, he's like, no, 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 not that one, not that one, not that one. But father, and then Thoris goes, he has a moment, like, no, sorry, kid, back to business. But I just love that sequence. It's just, it's epic. It is. It's epic. The, the 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 wide shot of the lightning coming down, the music, how it's this big fanfare that you hear later on in the credits that also yeah. gave me goosebumps. Close up of the but, hand with the just gripping yes. the shaft of the hammer. Yes. Yep. Just the shaft. Okay. No. It's like he We're moving worthy. on. Okay. Number two. Number two. Number two best moments. Thoriel. Um no, my number two did I do my three? No, I didn't do my number three. That was your number three? Here's my number three. We'll go back and forth like that. Is I love this scene. It's funny. It just shows how just the 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 confidence that Tony has that not only in himself but as his his team is coming together. And it it's it's, it's literally a mortal man taking on a god, and it just shows that Tony doesn't care. And it's when he's casually taunting Loki in the penthouse tower while he's making a drink and even offers him a drink. Just, you know, I we're the Avengers and he's kind of Earth Mighty's heroes sort of thing, you know. But uh, let's do a head count. We have you and your army and then we have our guys. And it's just, I love the scene. Because it's, I think it's, it's some of the best acted in one of Tony's best scenes overall. How he's just so calm in the face of a literal god. But he doesn't care. Honey Badger don't care, and neither does Tony Stark. But that's great. And I like how it comes back later when Loki's like, if it's all the same to you, I think I'll have that right now. Mike cocaine, apparently, oh, yeah. as in the movie. I just want to make the world burn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your number two? Odin. Mm-hmm. Odin, are you here? Number two. Oh, number two. I'm going to say oh. the, um, the Avengers... That shot, mm, the fi- the unification, good moment, the assembling, the assemble scene where they're, assembly you get the camera, uh, the dolly shot going all around all of them. Yeah, the you spin. know going oh, all yeah, around all of them, going in a circle around all of them, around, around, around. Yeah, that one. After after Bruce shows up, he punches the thing, and then you get the bam 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 bam, and it shows everybody. And it's around. Like, they're together. <laughs> oh, are you talking about the part where the camera goes around them? <laughs> I am. How'd you know? Yeah, another honorable mention. Why didn't I think of this one? 
but is the one shot, the the long take, the long shot. But anyway, exactly. continue. Good. Did I touch yeah. your foot? Is that you? No, that's the the little cushion thing. Oh, that's your foot. I'm rubbing. That's right not. Now? Those aren't pillows. Uh, <laughs> those aren't pillows. Those are my balls. <laughs> Okay. Sorry, I. Uh, What's your number know. one? My number one. Well, how about I tell you my number two first? Oh, I'm sorry, your number yeah. two. I am Iron Man. Okay. I mean, just that moment when again, Tony doesn't care if you know who he is. He's not all for the secret identity. He goes off script. He does his own thing, and you get this iconic line that starts the MCU, and dot dot dot. But, <laughs> um. And then you get the, because that's what it ends with. It's, and then, and the one time you hear it in the entire MCU, but I am Iron Man, starts us on a course that we do not look back from. And we remember, he is Iron Man. Number one, I'll do my number one, and then we'll snake back around to you. I just love this moment. It's one of my most watched moments when Bruce Banner is there and Cap's like, Dr. Banner. Now might be a good time for you to get angry. And he goes, that's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. And then the camera does that thing and he turns into Hulk and the kid follows his fist and he smashes the Leviathan because that shows a transformation within himself. He can control it. And he takes out this huge thing like it's on now. The Hulk is there and he's he's controlling himself and he's on the good guy's team. The camera work is great. And this, uh, like, this really sets in stone that okay now everybody's on board we're all a team and we're finally working together even this thing that kind of disbanded us like two hours ago and now even that is on our side and everything is just coming together very nicely and it's it's great because then you also get him going (laughs) i you know you know the <laughs> Hulk. He doesn't say Hulk smashing this. The impressive Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Excelsior! <damn. laughs> That's funny. That'd be funny. <laughs> number so what's one, your number shall one? We? I'm gonna say top moment is in Thor. Thor when Odin casts him out. Ooh, that is a powerful mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. That's the direction, good. allegedly the direction of the scene, like just ad lib it. Mm-hmm. And they were all John, uh, bawling. Anthony Hopkins just, you know, just just do the scene. You just know improvise and see what we come up with. Apparently eliciting genuine emotional reactions from uh, Tom Hiddleston and uh, Chris Hemsworth. And just the the power, the emotion of the scene, and just it's just an epic moment too. It is epic. It is epic. And it's you're not worthy of your title. And he's like ripping his armor off, and I hit my mic. Yeah. But, and when he takes the hammer, like I now take from you your power. That is the, the ultimate. Just, it's awesome. I that love is it. the ultimate. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> that was that sounded just like it. That was really good. And then Loki's like, "What the hell did I do?" But, oh, okay. I tried to stop him. That's what I was gonna say. Also, my arm turns to ice when they touch me, and it goes back. Know anything about that? 
and that's when he growls again. I seriously, you you, you found I'll out just about add that? also is just Thor, part of his development as a character. Yeah, it really set it, him on it the course. It sets yes, it does set him on the course. And it does kind of come back later on in the MCU when he has this kind of identity crisis of whether or not wanting to be king and living up to that expectation. But you're not king! Yeah, <laughs> that too. You know, Thor is one of the more tragic characters. Like, and it was taken care of. And it will be good. We will find the defenses that were breached and cover them. And all is well. I wish Thor would have been the father. Well, I would like to know why. You're making this really hard to be angry because you're not reacting at all like I expected you to. Well, I guess sometimes we uh, just uh, have to learn from our mistakes and we'll just create a better defense later. But father. No! <laughs> he gets mad at that. But you're not king. <laughs> the way you do it. But you're not king. It's funny. What if he held a king? Okay, good. Those were good. Those were good. Moving right along here. Moving right along here. And I think this is one that you Holy did prepare. Smokers. Well, what? Otherwise, we we'd have a three-hour-long episode. I gotcha. I know, I know, I know. And within these, we're This is we're fair. Recapping. This is a good speed. We're this recapping. is a good speed. And then, the, from going, just so you know, our recaps are going to be more... I mean, you know, they're more like these. These. The, the, only, reason, the only way to really... Instead of just going in, like, where do we start? These little categories help us talk about these moments instead of just having no plan and just starting. Right. Yeah, what do you like about we it? We tried like that this. before. Yikes. And it didn't work. It didn't work at Fellas all. Fellas and it ladies, didn't, it didn't but, work. Uh, this is one I think you did prepare. Ask Joel. <laughs> Joel, he might be joining us. I think he will and be on our... You'll well, see. hey, we'll find out about that. Maybe. We're still deciding what we're going to do next. Mm-hmm. But uh, you did prepare this one, I think. The top three suit-ups. Yes, yes. Now, let me explain. Suit-ups, I don't mean... Because Iron Man is literally You kind of confused up. me with this Yeah, one. so suit-ups, I mean like that moment when they're... Either it's it's a big moment, like when they're suiting up for battle. Either hypothetically, like getting they're preparing for battle. Or it's like they're literally suiting up. Like for battle. Gotcha. To go out there. Or maybe it's like the first time... I can think of them now. The yeah. first time that we see them in their uniform. Like their iconic uniform or something like that. So it, it's not just suit-ups for like Iron okay, Man. Gotcha. Those would be all three. But I had to pick... I picked one from each of the three main characters, actually. So do you, did you write these down? I did. You did. Good. All right, I you might go amend first. one of them because I just right. thought of a really cool one. Start with number three. <clears throat> Number three, I'm going to go with the Incredible Hulk. I debated. With that first shot in the silhouette, when you see that it kind of, the music stops, you just hear that low, his face in the shadow. Oh, the first time that we see him in, in the Incredible in Hulk, the movie. The movie. Okay, yeah, yes. that's really good. When, really you know, good. Blonsky's shooting at him like an idiot in the bottle factory, an and ilk. he turns around, the music cuts out, and you just see... <sighs> It's scary, dude. And he grits his teeth. It's that's such a good like, you know, it's the Hulk, but you're not showing him completely yet. And you're in that saving, scene, you're you saving still don't it for later, oh, right? But that's a good one, dude. It's the monster movie aesthetic. That's like, a good one. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Yeah. What's your number three? My number three, and I've talked about it a couple I'll times. I'll throw Incredible Hulk some love. Yeah, good. It deserves some. It can have great moments. They and had not some be a great good moments. Movie. Yes. Um. When 
Thor gets his hammer back. Absolutely. Because he get again, we've talked about how epic it is. He gets his hammer back. Mm-hmm. He's worthy again. And it's a literal suit up because you see his like ding 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 on his arms and he gets his suit and then Jane's like, Oh, you look something really good and is this what you always look like or something like that? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But it's just a cool moment. And it's a classic suit up. It shows his the hand and then it shows and then the arm. The metal plating coming up. Yeah. yeah. And then the lightning the thunder. But lightning. You and your lightning thunder. Number two. Wow. Sorry. Holy smokers. Sorry. Number two. I, I'm uh, going to say... I might have to give an honorable mention after I'm done with this. But Fair number enough. two, I'm going to say Iron Man. Which one? Not the, the Iron Man one. Excuse me. Oh, like the first one? Yes. The Iron Man one. Oh, and this yeah. is one of my best action moments. But when he first lands... In that village and saves the villagers. Oh, so you're not talking about the actual suit up. Not the suit up. Well, that's what this is. No, this is when you first see the suit in its entirety. Fair enough. What Fair enough. I was, well, in that episode, I was arguing that Fair they enough. shouldn't have shown the suit up in his thing. They should have just cut to him landing and then you see the suit. Remember that? Mm hmm. I uh, I'll give you that. That's a so I'm kind of I'm suit up moment with that. I know you know I'm gonna lump in. I know I'm I'm a little cheater here. I'm gonna lump in the Iron Man two Morocco suit up the suitcase. I'm 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 rocking. I'm slipping it in there. That's what she said. But that's a good one. That's <laughs> wow. A good one. What? What's up? Fine. S- that's what he said. S- strap on? No. No. <laughs> You said he's. You said yeah. I'm just slipping it in there. So I said that's what he said. Then I said, Jeez, "Oh, would that's say what that? she said." Bro, hey, whatever. Go on. Number two. Number two, Captain America. Like when he's getting his real uniform. Like when he gets his the like the 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 round shield, and he's going out to battle for the first time, and he gets the cool practical suit. Okay. When like that montage? The, no. No. <laughs> I think when he gets his real suit and he gets <laughs> his just, helmet, like the real helmet. That just reminded me of Grumpy Old Man. I haven't seen that Have in a long time. Have you seen Mr. Gustafson anywhere? I haven't seen it in a long time. You mean the uh, low-life, ass-wipe, egg-sucker John Gustafson? Have you seen him? Man's crazy. Loco. Always hanging out around those kinky strip bars. You know, mm-hmm. the ones where the men take their clothes off? Oh, for God. That's, of course, if he's taking his medication. Medication. Yes, without it, he could be anywhere, wandering around, talking to the trees. Believe me, this man is a menace. He's always drinking, starting fights. Isn't that right? But have you seen him? No. I think perhaps... Um... No, no, no. No, no. I have to watch that movie again. But you know, Captain America getting the it's when he's getting the light. shield and the helmet and it's, it's fun. He's going into battle for the mm. first time. It's good. Okay. Practical. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's your number two? Or do you already say your number two? You did. I think I said my number two. Already. Yeah, because your first one was, what was your number three? The Incredible Hulk. Oh yeah, and then that. So number one, I'll do my number one. We'll snake it. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally mean suit up for this category. And I wish we'd have seen this specific Iron Man suit way more than what we did. But this suit up is just so creative and so awesome. When in Morocco, mm. that that briefcase 
and he just it's a briefcase but it's a suit and it it's like and it's silver such a cool suit such a cool suit a moment with a briefcase with a briefcase yeah with a briefcase it's all in there with little panels <laughs> how did you like that the edit in the edit. uh our iron man 2 episode when you were talking about how goofy it was beforehand like just give him the suitcase. Like, why are they messing around in the car? I don't. I probably liked it. Because you literally said it. that you're like, just give him the briefcase. Why are they messing around? Like, just give me the damn number. <laughs> I want to try to find that clip. You can. You can go and do yours. Uh, hold on. No, 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 no. Hold on. You hold on right now, Mister. All right. You wait a minute. You take it. Yes, you can. Do it. So my original three top suit-ups, unchanged. Django unchanged? Actually, no, I've already... I'm sticking to it. Sorry. Let me read. Yeah, please rewind. Two was Iron Man suit-up. Number one is Thor. When he regains his power, his apotheosis moment. We've talked about this moment a well, lot. I know because it's such a powerful, effective moment. It is. In the visuals and the music. In an otherwise and forgettable sound. film. And <laughs> the visuals, music, and sound all come together to make this amazing moment. Yeah. And you see, you know, the suit up there. Shing, shing, shing. Like you talked about all about it. I, I agree with you. That's my number one. But my honorable mention, I want to say, is in the Avengers after they find out Coulson died. And they're going, mm-hmm. like, they find out the Loki's plan. Robert Downey Jr., son of a bitch, finds out the plan. They get all suited up. You hear, like, the monologue by Cap, I think. Oh, yeah. Which is a ring theory moment with... Uh, He's really good at that, isn't he? Something that happens yeah. in the end. But... I mean, I'm not playing games. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe you can find out that what that meant. But anyway, yeah. You just see the montage of all the heroes like battening down the hatches, recovering. Thor gets his hammer. The Hulk gets some pants. He gets some pants, and I think his scene is at the end of it. Book ass nude. (laughs) You've got a condition. (laughs) But uh, Tony goes to get his suit of armor. Cap suits up. You see him all march towards the thing. Son, just don't. That whole yeah, sequence. that is fun. The music in the background is so epic. I love yeah. that suit up moment. Suit up moment, air quotes. They assemble moment. Kind they of. do assemble. The pre-assemble. He doesn't say it, but they do. So now this, uh-uh, uh-uh. Not doing it. Cut that out. I'm not doing it. Because I'm not going to have Joel up my ass. Whoops, I'm not going to have him up there. I don't want him either. Joel, if you're listening, I don't want you up there anymore. Get out. Of my ass. But get out from under there. Assad. I can't remember what it was, but I had a funny thing, and I What? What is that? That was you at the beginning of Iron Man 2, the episode, when you sang, and you're like, that was a cover of... What is it? What? What was I doing? You <laughs> were singing. <laughs> you don't remember? I do remember it now. 
I'm uh <clears throat> What what song was that though? I went myself. I know that, but it wasn't that at, at the beginning, was it? I don't it? know. Oh, that was interesting. Doesn't mean Very good. I would I like know, to take this moment like, in the I, podcast. That was a huge <laughs> I well I'm I'm about to go on another sidebar. I've already done our 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 our. Are are you a pirate? No. <laughs> Is that hey, a hint to hey, our next franchise? Hey, hey, hey. oops. No, it's no. not. Hey, what's a pirate's favorite letter? R. You'd think it's R, but it's actually the C. Oh, brother! This guy stinks. Um. I would like to take this time to just, to pr- shut up to just promote a little a little side venture and uh, we're just a little break in the action a little word from our sponsors I'd like to discuss something very important this is real last Saturday at the time of recording I did my first wedding I I am on I'm ordained I married my niece and new nephew-in-law and I did the ceremony and it was very good and it was really good and uh, if you're if you're looking to get married I know this is really out of place in the episode but I've been trying <laughs> to find this about where bits shameless where bits <laughs> shameless plug anyone but uh, I am ordained I'm ordained Christian so I I can do weddings it's legal it's real I did it I'll write it and we'll do it live <laughs> and that's going to be my motto. I'll write it and we'll do it live. <laughs> I'm ordained. I'm a reverend, apparently. And I'll do I'll do any wedding. <laughs> my voice I'll do wedding. If you're a guy marrying a girl, I'll, I'll marry do you. wedding. If you man and woman, I do wedding. If you man and man, if you woman and woman, I do wedding. No, really. Why use lot word when little word do trick? I originally became because I'm like I had a turn in my life where I'm like, you know what? Marriage should be between two people that love each other. And it's hard to find sometimes if you're a, if you're a guy, guy, girl, girl. If, Someone who will do it. Yeah, because a lot of churches won't. And I think everybody should be married. And that's why I did it. <laughs> and I was going to like promote it and start, but I didn't. And then my, my niece, two years later, since being ordained, was like, hey, Nice. You're still ordained? I'm like, I am. Like, That's do you want to awesome. do our wedding? And I did. And it was cool. Yeah, thanks. It was fun. So if you're getting married, I'm your guy, dude. When you said I'm affordable. When you said, I want everyone to be married, it made me think mm-hmm. of Michael Scott. <laughs> and I when I grow up, I want to have a million friends <laughs> and <laughs> I want to have No, a million children. A million kids, so I have a million friends. And they can't say no. <laughs> But I just want to—I just want to share love in a world full of hate. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. hey, let's get married. I'm not getting married. I'll write it. I'll do it live. Even if I have to write your vows, you repeat after me. They did Spencer, their own vows. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I know that was a really weird turn. 
That was a that really was weird really turn. That was really weird. We went from... <laughs> and you're like, oh, by the way, I'm ordained. <laughs> that reminded me of it. I was going to start the episode, but I couldn't be funny, funny, jokey, jokey at the beginning. No. Also, that's not a joke. That's real. I'm not making that up. No, that's Hire not a, to, another sponsorship segment. I'll do your wedding. That's real. So now we're going to move on to the villain rankings. <laughs> we're going to do the villain rankings. he can rankings. do it for eight. Shut up. I would like a little bit more than eight. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. No, I, I will. I'll do it. But uh, villain rankings. Okay. Villain rankings. Let's do it. You want me did to you start? write these I down? I did do them. You're going to do that for everyone now? Yeah, except for the awards because those are just mine. I did do it, and I even listed the motivation, too, and how it kind of – what was the motivation for the villains, and was it warranted? Did All it right. make a good villain? Okay. You need to have a good motivation, Keep right? it semi-brief. I will keep it semi-brief. Emil Blonsky and Thunderbolt Ross and, at and the so bottom of the six. totem here. Yeah, at six. the bottom. All all he was about was he wanted to fight someone stronger than him, and all Thunderbolt wanted was to control the Hulk so he could experiment him and perfect the serum. Yeah. Decent so, enough premise, but Emil Blonsky abomination was just not good. Could have been All cool. he wants to do is fight. Yeah, it could have been cool. He's though. got a complex. It's annoying. Yeah, it could have been cool. It, it could have been cool. Could have been cool. I'll just give you my number six. It's yeah, the you same. Go for, oh, we're doing. No, okay. it's the same. We're snaking it. Okay. It's the same. No, we're not. Okay. I just we'll I'm just sorry. go back and forth. Are we snaking it? I don't. Whatever. All right. Well, we've been snaking it the whole go time. On. There's a snake in my rankings. Number five. Good number one. five. Whiplash slash hammer. And I Ooh. loved hammer, but whiplash really. It's mainly the big the end. And I'm looking at all these. I'm looking at all these. I'm looking at motivations. I'm looking at all these. And I'm looking at performances. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. has to be a bottom two. And they're it. Abomination and then Whiplash and Hammer. Well, I got a bottom two right in here, too. Spencer. All right. What's your number five? Um, I'm not going to kiss you. Did you want to say anything else? No. I'm kind of imitating his voice, trying to anyway, but... I'm the dude. Is that who you're... Spencer King made this ranking in a cave with a box of scraps. Thank you, Jeff. With a we broken you... keyboard. <laughs> he just keeps adding stuff because the guy's not. <laughs> he built this in a cave with a box of scraps by himself with a guy that he never knew. <laughs> With no other technology. Do I have to go on or do you got the point? <laughs> the expression, the shifty eyes. Naked. Like... <laughs> in, a, in a cave. I said that, right? With his hammer. <laughs> <laughs> in a battery. With... In, in his chest. Oh. With, we was wounded. <laughs> okay. okay. Get back to work. Anyway, <laughs> but no, Obadiah Stain and the Ten Rings. Toner. The Ten Ring. Uh, oh, you're grouping the Ten Rings, yeah. Well, all, the Ten Rings, all they wanted was power and influence in the Middle East, basically. Middle East to, to en- enact revenge against the Western society, which was a theme at the time. It, it still is a theme. a theme, Western versus Middle Eastern culture. But Obadiah Stane just wanted wealth and power, really. Yeah. And wanted further influence over the company that he thought he rightfully owned. So I'm putting him as number five because at the grand scheme of things. It was greed based. I mean, I don't know if you saw that video I sent you, but there are many 
we'll get we might touch on this more because I haven't watched the video yet. I watched the, I saw the thumbnail, but it has some very interesting uh, imagery, parallel imagery, ring theory. The video between Thanos. It was like the connections what? between Iron Man and oh wait, they already know who he is. Yeah, Iron Man and Endgame or Infinity War, and how Thanos and Stain have similarities in some of the shot structures that oh, they're both in. fine. I did. I that adds depth that, to it. I really like that. Yeah, it adds Johnny depth to it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, Obadiah Stain, the Ten Rings. Ten Rings was a crappy villain. They weren't yeah. the real villain. And I found through doing the villain rankings here, a lot of the movies, mostly all of them really, have dual villains. They did do, you notice they? that? They, they have dual, dual don't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your number four? Number four. Um, wait. Go ahead. I have five because I think I looped a couple of them together. I did want each movie. I know, I know, but I kind of lumped Loki in at, oh. for the, the entire like, well, phase one. Well, they're two separate. Whatever. Fine, what's your four? Red Skull. Interesting. Red Skull. And it's basically just Red Skull. He doesn't really have a dual villainy unless you count Nazi Germany. Tch. Hydra's a well, member of Nazi yeah, Germany. Yeah, Hydra and Red Skull. Yeah, Hydra slash Red Skull. Apparently I spelled Skull wrong. I spelled it SC. <laughs> what's his? What's the guy's name? Uh, Johann Schmidt. Johann Schmidt, or no, the sidekick, jo the scientist. Mm. Gorgonzola. Gorgonzola. No. Zola. It's just Zola. 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 Armin, Red Skull. Armin, Armin Zola. Zola. Yes. Mm -hmm. He was just... He was power hungry. He wanted to wield the power of the gods because he knew about Odin and the Asgardians. Yeah, yeah. He studied it and he wanted to wield the same power and basically ascend, have an apotheosis himself. Because I, I, we probably said this before, apotheosis is like ascending to deification. Like more Correct. being immortal to becoming a god. That's what he wanted. That's his motivation. Power hungry. Well, and he wanted to change the international landscape of geopolitical rule. But he he's just a fun villain too. Just that smarmy, <laughs> like, Wario. Any, They're Waluigi? never going to catch me now. You take the car. I'm going to take my ship. I'm going to go into space with the Tesseract. You go there and don't leave a scratch on it. <laughs> Just uh, Captain America, what a pleasure. Like stuff like that. It was just kind of. Well, I'm not going to run from a challenge. Then why are you running? That's a very good question, Captain America. And he just has that <laughs> grin as the elevator yeah. shuts. Like, it's <laughs> fun. It's fun. And the way you imitated his voice, I'm smoking. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like Skeletor to me. I am not nice. I am not kind. And I am not wonderful. I don't understand. I can't. I've never watched nah, TV. I've only heard imitations of Skeletor. Nah, 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 nah. But anyways, that's my number four. What's yours? Or number three, right? Ironmonger is number four for me. Okay, okay. Because mainly this, it's just a bigger, clunkier version of Iron Man. The battle is not really that great. He... Yeah, that's another aspect. But also, it? it is neat that he's like kind of... Behind this, like, was working with Tony, has been like a family friend forever, and is how he kind of manipulated the system and the tried to get control. So I liked it, but mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It, the the thing that put him puts him so low is just the fight. Yeah, yeah, but uh, that was my number four, and that's all okay. I'll say about that. And then my number three is that's all I have to say about that. I've said that a lot, 
My number three is Loki in Thor specifically because he just really didn't hit his stride as a villain yet for me. But it's still top three, you know, by default with some of the other ones because he's fun. He starts off as not a villain and then like kind of is a villain and he's got a mischief and he makes mischief and then he he's hard to read sometimes he's like i'm doing this for affection but i also kind of want him to die so i can be king and it's just this slippery slope but he's my number three go ahead i'm just gonna keep my list the way it is whiplash justin hammer number two number two no it's your number three number three you're on number three (sighs) i only have five on mine because, oh, again, I didn't right. do it by okay, each Okay, then movie. do it Do it number two. I'll switch them. I can do it separate. Number three, I'm going to put... Number three, I'm actually going to put Whiplash. There. Okay, fine. There or you no. go. Or no. Oh. I changed my mind. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. Okay, John Number Gary. three... Oh, you're going there. Number three, I'm going to put Loki and the Other from Avengers. Oh, you're putting the other with him. Yes, because that dual The other villainy. what? The, the other what? The other, the Chitari guy. Well, then it's not the Chitauri, Thanos. Because the Chitari are the other villains. The Chitari, you're right. The Chitari and Loki are number three. Mm-hmm. Just because at this point, it's basically just I want, I'm power hungry, sort of Loki thing. I want to be a ruler since I didn't, I, I missed ruler. out on ruling Asgard. So I said that funny, didn't I? <laughs> the Asgard. Uh, the ruler of, uh, what's it called? Asberg. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, uh, ask As- <laughs> Asgard. He ruled out on ruling Asgard, so he's now wanting to take over the earth. The world. Being burdened with great purpose. Ah, yes. And burdened with great purpose. That's his end of the bargain. He does this for Thanos, which... We know who Thanos is. Oh, yeah. Then I keep forgetting. He, in return, he gets to rule the Earth, which is what he wanted. But underneath that, you still have the, the family drama Yeah. Uh, between Thor and Loki. Loki rules the world. And that adds a connection to our main cast, the main heroes, these Avengers. The Asvengers, the Avengers. The Asgardians of the galaxy. <laughs> Ooh, that's a real thing. Um, what? But yeah, there is the Asgardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. You should have done that. Uh, <laughs> that's oh. one of my top moments. I changed my mind. Yeah. Best moment. <laughs> All right, uh, go yeah, ahead. That's it. I'm, uh, uh, All right. Yeah. Yeah, my number two then. Your number two. Do your number two because we're snaking. That was your number three. Now you do your number two. Then I number do my three? number two. Thor from Loki. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, uh, gotcha. Loki from Thor. Gotcha. <laughs> so I am Loki two? from Thor. <laughs> Are you number two? I bring glad tidings. No. <laughs> um, number two, I'm going to say... I am going to say... Well, we're waiting. Uh, I'm, I have my list here. So but now I'm having second guesses. No, number don't. two, I'm going to say... Loki. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> I'm going to say Justin Hammer and Whiplash is number didn't two. Didn't you already say them? No, I didn't. I switched them around, remember? Fine. Okay, fine. I'm going to say Whiplash and Justin Hammer because Justin Hammer just hams up the scene. Huh, that was a pun intended. <gasps> he, take, he chews up the scene every scene he's in. He's, he's got great. that sly. He's such a brown noser. He's, he's great. Sam Rockwell, great. Great villain, smarmy. Whiplash, you get the 
It's personal. It's a personal connection with Tony. On both levels. On both levels. Both it's a whips. Per- it's yeah, all yeah, like, yeah. I want to beat Tony at his own game. I want to beat Tony because he screwed my dad over and stole the technology and made a dark reactor and all this out of it. My dad has some right to that success. Yeah. So I'm going to go after Tony. It's personal. It's a good motivation. It's a good reason to go after Tony for him as it a is. villain. It is. And that's why it, it works. And Justin Hammer, because he keeps getting hammered by Tony in his, in his inventions. Okay, I need to stop with that crap. No, it's good. <laughs> it's really good. We're all really You're enjoying it. You're rolling your eyes. Okay. My number two is Red Skull. I just think he's mm. fun. Mm-hmm. He looks great. Oh, the makeup is fantastic. He's very sinister. He has a clear plan. And we don't know if he dies or if he just gets shot somewhere else. We don't know if we're going to see him again. There's that mystery. Mm-hmm. And will we? Won't we? Where did the Tesseract tesser him? Or <laughs> Is that a verb? <laughs> it, uh, it tessered him to somewhere else, huh. I think. Or he's dead. We don't know. We don't know. We don't we'll know. Fi- maybe. Maybe we find out 10 years from now. But yeah, the Red Skull. Red he's Skull. fun. He's very like extreme Nazi. You go and, weaving. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah, Hugo Weaving. And uh, so I'll just do my number one then, mm-hmm. which is Loki from Avengers because it's the Avengers and he presents a real threat and he becomes better and he's still not, like, he's still semi-sympathetic because, well, fully, because he's being, he's a pawn, but you don't know that until the end, but he hints at it, you know, burdened and... I it's too late now. I have to do this, and he, but he it almost seems like he doesn't want to because Thor mm-hmm. almost talks him out of it. But he's like, I it's begun, and I can't even if I wanted to. And then he make even like if it's all the same, do you all have that drink now? Meaning he gives up. He's like, ah, take and me. You kind of get like, who is your who? So there's that uncertainty. Who, like, is he going to be good or bad? Who controls the would be king? That line that Thor says, I am not king. So that's uh, he's my number one, in the number one movie and the number one villain. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Appreciate it. I'm gonna say number one Loki from Thor. Interesting Loki choice, from Thor. But I'll accept because it. it's all just mind games, and manipulation, and even from the be. Do you think from the beginning he was planning on yes. being yes. Do you really think so? Mm-hmm. Like from when they were kids, even? Not from childhood. But as they get older, he, you know, he got tired of living in the shadow. Shadow of the hammer. Yep. The shadow of Thor. Shadow of the and hammer. In Thor, he finally puts his plan into action. He manipulates him into going to Jotun, Jotunheim. Yeah, the old old Where the frost giants uh, reside. And <clears throat> you can kind of see that, too. You can kind of see that, too, in uh, Thor when he kind of tricks him. He kind of tricks him into attacking Jodenheim. He does. When he's like, you know father wouldn't allow it. Don't. And then Thor says, you know what? I'm going to do it. And he's like, oh, no, stop. Wait. He's too far away. And yeah, he's like, you should do that. Don't go to the Odenheim. Father dies every time you do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Please, Your Majesty, stay here when it's safe. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, it's just that false like 
you want them to go, but you He's pretend mischief. you don't sort He's of mischief. thing. It's mis the God of mischief. Reverse psychology. Exactly. And then he lies to him in the holding chamber when Coulson leaves. And he's like, oh, by oh, the yeah. way, father died. Mm -hmm. So I am taking his place. And the first thing is, King, I couldn't just reverse his last thing. I mean, he says that to his five friends or whatever, but um, it's the it's same four. idea. Whatever. Lady Sif and the Warriors three. I don't like him. But anyway, he's just conniving and manipulative, that he movie. Is. And it's still a – it's like a – Kenneth Branagh, Shakespearean family drama with Odin and Thor and Loki. There's a rap lyric. So you kind of get that. Kenneth Branagh with the family drama going <laughs> to your mama. All right. Yes. A little preview of the rap? But I don't know. It's just, it's, it's got, it, it's just like uh, Whiplash or Ivan Vanko and Tony. It's that family connection, yeah. but it's an inner family struggle. He's sort adopted. of thing. And it's always like the adopted child, too. That <laughs> dynamic. That line from Avengers. Adopted He's brother. Adopted. He's adopted or whatever. <laughs> he is my brother. He's but adopted. You get Loki having... A fit. In Thor, you get the sense that he wants to do good for Odin. He wants to impress but him. Only He's be... always been the second-hand son. Yes. Kind of like the Prince of Egypt thing again. Sure. Where Ramses is the firstborn, but yet Moses gets more attention in the film okay and i'm not and i'm not a biblical it. scholar i don't Me know neither. if it was in genesis or exodus that way but in this movie it's thor's the firstborn he gets all the attention and loki's a second hand lion in this case well and he's true he's full blood yes frost Odinson. giant well Odinson. yes yes yeah. So you get that idea, like, I just want to make Father proud, like, show him that I can be worthy, too, and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But in Avengers, it's he takes that with him as well. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, he kind of had, I wrote that he had, like, a minority complex or a superiority complex. Like, I'm above all these earthlings, but yet I'm a, I am have a minority complex because I'm the second son, and I'm not as... Also adopted. And I'm in the shade of my... Yeah, I'm adopted and in the shade of my older brother, the mighty Thor, like that sort of thing. But yeah, mm -hmm. Laufey, yeah. he sucks, so okay? Do you think, do you think Loki's last name is Laufeyson? <laughs> Maybe. I don't think that's his dad. Laufey is his dad. No, it's not. He's the son. He's the prince so. of Jotunheim. I don't think so. Where does, yeah, it, does it say that? Yes. Okay, we don't need to get into it. You're right. Sorry. If I'm wrong, someone pr prove me wrong, please, no, if I'm I, wrong. No, you might. You probably are. Because if I'm wrong, I need to be proven right. I'm not even saying you're wrong anymore. You're you're. you're you don't need right. to just say, okay, oh, you're right. I, I probably missed it. I th I believe he is. So that's why I posed the question. I why didn't he just he take over? I do think you're wrong. Why Sorry. didn't he take over the Jodenheim instead of playing these well, little games? Well, that's like saying, hey... Look. Playing these reindeer games. Look. Uh -huh. Look. That's like being like, oh, I didn't win governor of Michigan. But hey, I might be able to get Ohio. You don't want Ohio. You want Michigan. Because Ohio sucks. And it's just, blech. And you want, you want, you want <laughs> Sorry for tier. our fans in Ohio. You want the mitten. That's mitten. what you want. You're no, smitten with the assert mitten. Assert your dominance. They understand. Assert your dominance. All right, we can move on. I have some, uh, because I'm a sports guy, I have my end-of-the-year awards, and now it's time for the ceremony. If you'll all take your seats. 
thank you very much. Welcome to this year's MCU Phase 1 End of the Year Awards. All right. No, but I'm pumped for these. Are you ready for these? Yes, I'm ready. My I'll, body I'll, is ready. I'll try to zip right through these, but I'll give a brief explanation. You can take as much time as you want. I'm going to take as much time as I want. The awards. First, the award of the night. The Stan Lee Memorial Lifetime Achievement Award goes to... Stan Lee in Captain America. Whoa, who didn't see that coming? <laughs> in, in, in Captain America, specifically. Because he is a veteran in that movie. And he's representing his country very well. He has a great cameo. It's a great cameo. It's a good cameo. I thought he'd be taller. <laughs> That's really good. You do a really good Stan Lee. Uh, <clears throat> take, take care of Chadwick up there, Stan. So now we go to the Defensive Player of the Year Award. And uh, <clears throat> this should come as no surprise. Bruce Banner. Because he's always having to play defense against the Hulk. I got to keep him out. Got to keep him out. Got to stay normal. And there's a lot of stuff that are keep trying to make him angry. And he's got to really hold it in. He's got to play defense on him so the offense doesn't take over. And that is a constant battle. His life depends on it. It does? His life! <laughs> That's funny. That's scary. That's scary. The Sixth Man of the Year Award for the first guy you want off your bench, the guy, the second hand, the sidekick, that uh, if he had to step up, he could. And that Sixth Man goes to Jarvis. We haven't mentioned him yet, but uh, Jarvis, just a really very important system. Nope, just a really very intelligent system is what it actually stands for. So Jarvis, he's he's always given given Tony the stats and the, he's, he has the suit. He's the voice of the suit, giving him the damage report, and he's just always there. He's, he's what you want in a sidekick. So he's the sixth man of the year, first guy off the bench. Most improved player of the year award. We have not mentioned this guy at all. Hawkeye. Because he starts as just a cameo. Nobody knows who this is. He picked a bow and arrow over a sniper rifle. And he's just in the shadows. And then you think, okay, we're finally going to get to know him in the Avengers. And then he gets taken over like a biatch with Loki. <laughs> but then he comes back and he gets real good and better. And he actually is a badass. Like, he's good against some of the Chitauri. And he improvises when he runs out of arrows. And he just steadily improves over the entire course of the phase one now the coach of the year award and this as you know always goes to like the crew member it's like the director producer editor and i think this one is the obvious one kevin feige for just being the producer the man oh, with the plan sure. the showrunner if you will if you will mm -hmm. i mean he's had this plan he's the george lucas of the mcu he is with an even better vision and a, a better execution so Kevin Feige, and that's a hands down. That wasn't even a contest. Maybe John Favreau is a distant second. Mm -hmm. And the award of the night, the All Avengers MVP award, goes Drum to roll, a gentleman please. who is a man without superpowers, but he has the heart of a lion, and he is the glue. He is the push the Avengers needed. He's the reason they came together in the end and gave him a reason to fight. And all the while working behind the scenes, because he kept this vision alive for the Avengers. Nick Fury started it, kind of, and is heading it up. But Phil Coulson 
You the real MVP. Because he dies going up against the god. He didn't care. He, he still blew him up even in his dying, as he's sitting there dying. He had the vision, like I said. He's always kept it and he's always believed in it no matter what. He's Captain America's biggest fan. And he's just this... He's cons, cons, like consistently... And he'll stand up to Iron Man and anybody. He doesn't care if you're a god or a guy in a suit. And he's just there. And he's like the... He doesn't get the credit. He's come almost like the recruiter. Oh, hey, there's something in New Mexico I gotta go check out. Yeah. I'm gonna go recruit this guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, Tony, you know, I'm, I'm gonna recruit this guy. He's the guy you send out in the field. Like, hey, there's this five-star recruit. He's a point guard. We need you to go recruit him. Get him to come to us because we're not on his list right now. Get him. And uh, Phil Coulson is your All-Avengers MVP winner. So, Phil Coulson. You know what's interesting? <clears throat> yeah. In a comment of one of the videos I saw or looked at. Yes. Someone said, uh, I think it was when I was looking for clips to put into the Avengers episode. Great episode, and by the way. S- I know. Good job. Well, I was, from an editing standpoint, I was complimenting you, but it's cool. Uh, no, I'm trying to be No, I humble. know. It was fun. Somebody wrote, you know, this was never going to work if they didn't have something to, and he never gets to finish it. And someone put Avenge. Oh, and I was you like, scallywag. You got it, you commenter. You're you right. You're so right. You scallywag. That's, they were avenging Coulson. They are, and then they avenge everybody. You can yeah, be damn are. sure we'll avenge it too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's great. Now the moment I've all been waiting for. Actually, I really like the awards. And I like going through all those. But uh, let's bring it all together. Bringing let's it see on home. where MCU Phase One ranks in the grand scheme of things thus far. The final important necessary score, otherwise known as the Finn score. Jada ba da ba do ba ba da. I don't know. Okay. So as you know, listeners, the Finn score is composed of uh, ranking from 1 to 100 in these categories. Five categories. Emotional impact, storytelling, characters, visual style, and music. Christian, do you want to tell us yours first? Yes, I will. Gladly, Spencer. Thank you Thank you for the invitation. Um, So where are we going from here? Emotional impact. 85. 85. Solid, 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 solid B. Solid B. Solid B. And I kind of have started doing that with these categories now. Be Thinking more of it on a scale like A, B, C, B is like 82, below oh, B, yeah. 82 is a C, a C or average. That's a way to look at it. That sort of thing. <clears throat> so, emotional impact, there's not really, I can't really remember or think of any real moments that got me really emo. Like, when I think emotional, I think like teary eyed. But like laughter is an emotional, an emotional thing. We said that before. Yes, <clears throat> absolutely. Laughter is an emotion, obviously. But and there's moments of that in the movie, too. And there's moments, really incredibly powerful moments, between Jensen and Tony, Erskine, Steve, Peggy and Steve at the end of Captain oh, America. Yeah. 
Uh, Thor Odin. That, that scene would... when he gets cast out, love that. And when he yells, you're not king. That's great acting. <sighs> great chemistry. And Jane, when Thor is talking to Jane in that re- that connection that grows to be romantic because, like I said, Thor Thor's the only one that believes Jane in her because studies. He lives because the studies. He, yeah, exactly. Everyone else doubts her and makes fun of her, and their relationship grows into romance because he trusts her. Yeah, I like that. That's an emotional aspect i do like that the musical callbacks this is where you emotional impact ties into nostalgia so you get the emotional uh, musical callbacks that you hear mostly in captain america and avengers other than that you don't really hear them and they call back Mm -hmm. to later movies Mm -hmm. down the line Mm -hmm. big time Mm -hmm. um Moments of epic action, spectacle is exciting. It gets spectacle you pumped. Spectacle testicles, really watch. Yes, yeah. really exciting action sequences get you pumped. Like mm-hmm. at Iron Man when he lands in the village, the moment of the the camera ring merry go round around the team. Yeah, when it York. goes around him, you mean? Yeah, when it goes around, it's like a circle. Well, even, yeah, the camera makes a circle movement. It's like around, a ring, a ring, a ring theory. What? Hello, but. <laughs> But yeah, that's uh, that's all part of it. It goes into building that emotional impact. Was it that heavy of an impact? It was heavier Not yet. now knowing what we know in the future, noticing the connections, it was heavier. But compared to later on, it's not as a deep cut. So I put it at an 85. Fair enough. That's still a re- very respectable score. Mm-hmm. Now what is yours? Mine is a little higher. We're close, though. Mm-hmm. My emotional impact is I, I gave it a 90. I gave it pretty Fair high. enough, fair. And I think if this was like we were watching this and didn't know what happened, so I'm that creates the bias because we do know what all this sets up and the emotional impact and mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But it would be a lot higher if I was taking that into account more. But yeah, 90. Because it, it plays with a lot of emotions and they do it all well. And I'll, I'll leave it at that. So now we'll move on to storytelling. Storytelling. This one's my big one. This one, and again, this is a result of also what we know and what they're setting up. So mm-hmm. it, it's a little mm-hmm. skewed there. But even as a, uh, like a phase, like what each one of them incorporates from the other ones and how they don't get too far away from the, the each individual movie is its own individual movie. But you can tell they're working toward a bigger thing. And just the storytelling, how they do it, how they incorporate everything, the development, even The Incredible Hulk, it's a decent story, and it all fits, and they're all important in their own way. I gave this one a 97. Okay. I gave it a pretty high I think we're reversed at this point. You're going to say 79? No. (laughs) No. Oh. Heaven, no, oh, no, 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 no. But okay. I'm surprised. That might be the highest one you've ever given. It's not. I can tell you. In terms of storytelling. Oh, yeah. yeah that's what well, I mean. Well, I just think it's it deserved. I, just, I come, it. I'm on agreement with you. Are you, do you want, are you going on? Are no, you? that, no, tell me yours. Okay. 90 for storytelling. Wow. A solid 90. Good. Got an A. What really knocked it down is The Incredible Hulk. Just because, in terms of the grand scheme of things, Fair it enough. is that ugly. It's like a postscript 
kind of, because it's basically excised out yes. of the whole continuity. Yeah. Yeah. They kind of rebooted the character. But like you said, just setting the stage for things to come in the future. It's like the cor- the phase one is like the cornerstone of the rest. Of any nutritious breakfast. Yes. <laughs> You've never seen the Colon blow. <laughs> what? It's an SNL bit. Oh, okay. But anyway, just like you said, knowing how things are building up what we're about to see in the next couple couple years and what we've seen in the past 10 years of the MCU and how I'm going to go off what you said each film makes an individual film but they build off of each other they're each very important even if they're not the greatest even if they have little minor inclusions like just mentioning other characters like Stark and Thor mentioning is that one of Stark's and Thor Mm -hmm. it sets keeps in the same universe it It reminds you without shoving it in your face exactly yep that's done well. That's very effective. You get visual thematic callbacks in terms of storytelling later on. Like there's one shot in Thor when they're fighting. They're fighting in Jotunheim. The they're frost. Fightening they're the fighting. Lightning. They're fighting in Jotunheim against the frost giants. And Thor throws the hammer, and you see the shot of the hammer suspended, and then it shoots backwards. Oh yeah. And you get a mirror of that when. So good. So yes. Yes. And in the same movie at the end when Thor uses the hammer to deflect the destroyer's mouth beam Mm -hmm. thing. The mighty Thor. The mighty Thor. Mighty Thor. And another good storytelling um, tactic, another good storytelling strategy that they did here in execution was keeping things grounded at the beginning. Oh, yeah, you're and right. And not tossing us right into the cosmic Building right in the beginning. It. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know what's kind of weird? How they did, they, each movie is a little bit more, like, out there. You have Iron Man, very grounded. I mean, you know, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Incredible Hulk, it's like this supernatural kind of thing. Science so it, experiment. Yes, science. Yeah. But it, it has, an exp- it's like science, so it's still not otherworldly. It's science. Mm-hmm. And then Iron Man 2, I guess, is kind of like Iron Man. It, Maybe it doesn't the creation really pr- of a new element. Yeah, oh, yeah. It doesn't really up it that much. It's still then, science. We're not getting into spacey stuff. Right. And then even you have Thor after that, right? Then you're in a completely different oh, yeah. realm. And it you, just ramps it up so it's not oh, grounded. They did it so well. But it also is kind of grounded because he does spend time on Earth. That was really well done in that movie. Yes. And then you have Captain America that surprisingly is during the you know, World War II. Very smart, wise choice. But it it mixes it, grounded it, and otherworldly oh, enough man. because it has this Tesseract and it shoots him somewhere in space. And it it has a... Much like Thor was brought to Earth out of his own element, you get this thing from another world into Captain America who... it He's just a... Very well said, yeah. Right, he He's not ever seen anything like and, that. Especially in the 40s, it's all weird. So it... It mixes them, and then in the Avengers, everything is. It just includes mixed. even in Captain America. It so organically includes the science yeah. and magic thing that was such yeah. a big topic in Thor. Yeah. Name dropping Odin in the treasure chamber. Oh yeah. oh yeah, we saw that in Thor. Remember, and this is mm-hmm. in Captain America when uh, Schmidt is talking about it. Yep. Just doing it in those subtle ways, subtle not subtle ways, helps build the universe. Mm-hmm. And it lent, since you start grounded, you slowly introduce the cosmic 
to make it and then to a, meld them. Yeah, to make it more natural, like to suspend the disbelief. Yes. So the next one, uh, I think this is you, right? Yeah. yeah. Characters. Yeah. Characters. I'm gonna say. Not. I'm gonna say. I did write it down. I oh, put good. it down. Ninety. Characters are ninety Very for me. Solid for you. Very good. Just going down the characters, I guess. Not getting too in depth. Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man, perfectly cast, perfectly established in Iron Man. His motivation, why he want, like his wake up call with Jensen being in the cave. What you spoke about earlier about, hey, I can't buy my way out of this. I can't charm my way out of this. Having mm -hmm. that, I'm going to use my skills and abilities not to destroy, but to build up and to become a hero, to atone for oh, what I've word. done. Yeah. And that's the big word, isn't it, of his journey? Mm -hmm, it is. And you see that, you know, his story continues in Iron Man 2, and it builds off of him, like, oh, I'm alive, but I don't have much time left. He's struggling with that human issue as well, with mm -hmm. a supernatural element with it. Bruce Banner, the Hulk. Not very, not too interesting. Yeah, not good until the Avengers. I would, like I no, not good until the Avengers. I mean, it, it, maybe too average. Like Guys, with, trust us, he gets better. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Way better. He does get better, but there's not too much interesting going on with Bruce Banner in his films. I mean, that scene with him and Betty, who you only see once in these movies... Yeah. That's a that's a good scene, touching scene, character building scene yeah. with the Hulk. It it kind of sets the tone for what we see later on between Natasha and Hulk. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. With her being able to talk to the person inside the Hulk. Talk to the Hulk. That's interesting. But Natasha, on the other hand, I wasn't a fan. And this this is her performance. Scarlett Johansson's performance in the Avengers really done like dragged the character down for me. I just thought it might have been too happy. Look, too campy in a way. All right. Maybe a little too overdone. Like there's yeah, one maybe. scene in particular where she, after she gets attacked by the Hulk, it's a little, it's not subtle. It might, maybe overacting might not be the right word, but just when they're like, can we get some help? And she's like, this is Agent Romanoff. Hey, copy. And then she gets, I hate, I did not like that line reading. It bugged the crap out of me. It's a little weird, but it's, it's a little weird. It's realistic to me. Because she's like, she's like, shoot. Her interaction with the Hulk in Avengers is good, though. But just some scenes in the Avengers, like, I don't see how that's a party. Like, I didn't I didn't really <laughs> well, like that either. She has some weird lines, I guess. And she gets much, much better later on. Oh, yeah. She gives an incredible performance in Endgame, I will say and that. here's the thing with all their characters, and I'll just give you mine and then I'll tell you why. I gave characters a 93 because yeah, yeah, yeah. there's so many of them that they're juggling. They all get their moments. But even the side characters that aren't superheroes, you know, we all come to see these movies for the superheroes. You get Nick Fury, Maria support, Hill, yeah, strong supporting cast, Coulson, Pepper, mm -hmm. um, Peggy, Peggy, Bucky, like all the side characters. Well, eventually, I guess. I'm just I'm naming unceremoniously them. <laughs> yeah. off. But they're all like good, and well, you you're you're not sick Phillips. of them. Like oh geez, these are the goofy side. They're all good. Right. Right. They're all fun. I mean. Well, yeah, Phillips the, is a I, good I, I give an even. exception. I accept Thor with Mew Mew Lady. Okay, yeah, that's one. But well, I mean, Jane and Selvig are fine. Jane's okay. Darcy. Now that I, yeah, Darcy is her name. Yeah. Selvig is, I like, I do, I'm fine with him. I like their little bar scene 
for instance. Yeah. That's a cool moment. Yeah. But yeah, Mew Mew Darcy, I don't. And the don't thing really I really like, and this is more long term again, but if a character I started off, like I think Marvel fixes their characters if they need to. Like the Incredible Hulk, it's like, okay, how do we make him more interesting? How do we make him more yeah. uh, incredible? Oh, huh. Hulk, Hawkeye was just kind of a throwaway, like a cameo. I gotta say, yeah. And then, then he, and I'm not even talking about the Avengers because remember. He was like a bad guy the whole time. So then the next Avengers, he it was like his movie kind of spoilers. Like he they're always yes. going back. They're making characters better and improving it's them as they go. Like Black Widow, they kind recognize of, what is she doing in Iron Man the 2? deficiencies in a what I don't yeah. want to repeat what you're just she saying. She gets people. But. He they get people up to speed where they're supposed to be. They don't just leave them done. Like Thor is the biggest one where he's just kind of a super serious, like kind of a not he's kind of a boring character. And then eventually I he goes from everybody's one like least favorite to their favorite. Like they they improve their characters well, as they go. I have thoughts about that, but we'll have to wait till we, we will have we'll to wait. see that transformation. Hold your thoughts. All right, but moving on to no, hold, oh sorry 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 I'm sorry sorry we're sorry sorry I don't like I didn't like Hawkeye. I just think he's too he's too cool. I know. And then they made him cooler, better. Yeah. No, I just didn't like that. I'm so cool. I can talk cool and not even look and fire an arrow and shoot. Oh. And I'm so confident. I, it's a comic book That part movie. of it bugged me. It bugged me. Cocky. It was it was annoying a little bit. But Bad. other than that, I agree. Thor, he had an interesting trip. He has a good... Uh, oh, it just made me think. Before we get out of here with this uh, segment, I wanted to say reiterate what i said in the last episode about how they staged these characters together in the helicarrier attack because that is so important later on oh yeah yeah it is it sets those stages for those to build off those relationships well just another thing they do with characters you're right yeah Yeah, the interacting with each other other. and stuff and these interesting pairings and instead they don't like mishmash them like oh what can we do with this they take those pairings oh it was Nat and the Hulk. How can we build that further with their appearance earlier in the film with her recruiting him and then her being with him in the helicarry and all that? Cap and Tony, that's a huge Civil War thing that's setting the stage for oh, that. Oh, that's one thing I love too. Thor and Hulk and their little fight as later on we see in Ragnarok. It's setting those those stones. Yeah, yeah. But they even when they're a team, like they're all on the, the same, like they're all getting along. Mm-hmm. They still aren't like okay. Well, now we're a team. They still like they're they, still they have, have their issues, differences yes. and they still argue, and that carries on. Even nobody's, it's realistic because even if you're on the same squad, you're you can fight for the same purpose, but still not always see eye to eye. Mm-hmm. But the well, part that like makes you stronger. In America. Well, yeah, the thing that makes you stronger as a team is compromising. Okay. You're right. That would work better than my original plan. Or e- those are differences, but right now those are not important. We have to work together for this goal. And you're right. The pol- like it used to be like that. Like you see these pictures of now it's inter-party yeah, compromise. Like you, oh, how can we appease the leftists? Well, you see this, even Democratic like with Barack and George W. Bush. Like look at the pictures of them like getting along. That's kind of like the Avengers. Ha- respect for yeah, e- respect mu- for each other. Well, George you Bush can have and respect Michelle for Obama. each other, but disagree. Right. I mean, George. But that's back when 
if you disagreed with it was just a policy thing it wasn't like a Personal you're a terrible attack. person yeah now it was, but like look michelle obama and george bush are like legitimately friends like best friends like they they sneak <laughs> each other candy shit they, right <laughs> like they hand each other candy at at a, a funeral I think it was mccain's funeral yeah like they did like he just sneaks her candy and barack's Breathman? right there and it's just fun but anyway I, I like the dynamic of, of all the characters mm. together. But anyway, now we can... Sorry. So visual style. Visual style. And I don't really know where to go with this one because it's all like it's all visually stunning, but I'm taking into account cinematography and it's a lot of times, sometimes like in Thor, and then they bring that into mm. Avengers, the, the too much Dutch angle, and that brings it down a little bit. Mm. And some of their choices, I gave it an 80, still very respectable, but an 80. 80s. And the blue beam, even though they were one of the first oh. ones to kind of to do it, it just it's very yeah that so I I don't really have much. Halo else did to it say. first. All right, anyway. see no. <laughs> somebody always did All it right. first. Someone probably did it before Halo. Whatever. Uh, anything else? No, go ahead. I know I I like to elaborate on my numbers too much. Maybe yeah, man, that's uh, here. I'll pull back. Visual you style? Go. No, no, no. We can I take didn't. The time. I really didn't have my. I, that's what I had to say about visual it. style. I put it in eighty-two. So we're kind of on the same page this time around. This whole time. Eighty-two. I put it right in between that C and B kind of grade, pay grade, whatever. I can you dig say. it. Uh, it's just kind of run of the mill. I mean, the standouts for me. Effects in Iron Man, the Iron Man films, they're fine. They're about average. For the time. For the time and for even now, they're still good. It's all good. It looks realistic. It's great. Hulk. I really liked what they did with Hulk and the Incredible Hulk. They were like, good. Like with just the muscles, you can see like the muscles moving. They were moving smart about a lot of stuff too. In his face, like with his, his teeth and his... Yeah. It was so well done. And the technique they used, uh, I don't know, with that facial capture. Mm-hmm. Where you could see, you could tell that it was yes. Edward Norton. Mm-hmm. I mean, they did that with the Hulk throughout. You could tell it was I the like, actor playing. Uh, you can kind of see that Edward Norton hints, but I feel it. I can. Let see me just it. put it's it mainly this the way: hairstyles. Mark Ruffalo Hulk looks more like Mark Ruffalo than Edward Norton Hulk looks like. He Edward starts Norton. to look a lot like. Uh, they, he does Mark Ruffalo he? in later films. Uh huh. <laughs> they did it very <laughs> smartly. Um, other than that, I I do appreciate Thor for the Dutch. I it's oh, a it's a strange Thor. option in Thor, in but Thor, when they try to do it in the Avengers, right, I'm like, it takes right. me it's out a of little that. jarring, and that's a the whole issue with the Avengers. I really have an issue with the cinematography. Like I said, Fine. it looks like a made for TV like crossover special featuring the Avengers, the big crossover event, and it's. It just doesn't have as cinematic a feel. Maybe it's because the version I was watching didn't have letterbox. That could be the black bars, but just the or the refresh rate on my TV. I don't know. It didn't. It just didn't impress me later on down the that road compared to the framing, me. how things were framed and shot in the later films like Infinity War and Endgame. Oh yeah, it okay. lags behind. Lags behind, and it's not impressive. It just gives me that TV movie vibe in it. And like with the so petty well, and tiny better. angle, that was so yeah, that weird. Was like so dumb. it's like, oh, we we got to cut for break in five minutes. Let's get this shot in. Uh, he's not really in frame. Like it's it's all. It's okay. It's okay. Chris, get and the line. Action. 
And your Betty and Tiny. Okay, Great, I'm hungry. We got it. We got yeah. it. Thank you. But don't you want another? Haha. <laughs> no, we don't. The Thor, the visual effects in Thor are really well done. The Bifrost yeah, the, looks incredible the and epic. The closing he looks credits good. look awesome as they're going through the nine realms. I guess the the worst visual effects in the whole thing is probably Captain America. I wouldn't even say that. I'd say Avengers. Sorry, because the visual effect. Uh, I would say I. Hmm, it's not technically a visual bigger. effect, but the makeup. Like Red Skull's makeup isn't a visual effect. No, it's a special but, effect. Ah, you're right. Fine. The visual effects, and I think, were more impressive in Captain America. Fine, than they were in but there was Thor. more. Not or no, I'm good sorry. Than Avengers. Avengers. So that brings. Like, oh no! You no. gotta cut that out. I'm trying to not. Um, I I've been catching myself, Joel. The only thing with Captain America is the weird cuts, the pacing. Yeah, Other yeah. than that, it's just that's, you're, that's it's a gen, it it's very cinematic adventure movie. I like the way it's shot. Now the music, music, I is my lowest one because it's just kind of there. Uh, there are movies that, and there are certain music in each one that really hit, but it's not consistent enough for me. And Marvel at this point was kind of known for just kind of having they focus a lot on their characters, which is great. And then the music is like, shoot, do we we need a score for this movie? Also, um, just put something together. But then it has movies like Captain America that I really loved. And the Avengers that I really liked, um, I think I like I liked Thor's, but I really really overall liked Thor's. I I just I it was just average for the most part, and I had to give it a seventy five, and I know that's really low. That's and, fair, man. And it's just that's that's what I that's what I feel. That is fair. I'm a little I'm somewhat higher than you. I've got an eighty five. But again, I mean, that's fair. That's good. That's our farthest apart we've been. We can do a quick, don't want to get too much in here. Uh. I'm sorry. Quick, y'all know this. Uh, Ramin Jawadi, Iron Man 1. Craig Armstrong, The Incredible Hulk. John Debney, Iron Man 2. Patrick Doyle, Thor. Alan Silvestri, Captain America, and the Avengers. Dude, he's so good. Now... He's really the big good. word here, and I think you you did touch on it. Inconsistent. Yeah, is that that's you have what it is. Iron Man one. You give Iron Man one. That film has its own theme to go with Iron Man. Iron Man two. You got John Debney's really. I I like John. I I Ramin Jawadi's score is fine. His theme's mm-hmm. fine, but I like John Debney's better. Craig Armstrong has an awesome theme for the Hulk. I sent it to you because I was like, this is actually pretty awesome. The music on its own is decent. But when you pair it to the film, it's just kind of background bed music. That's a lot of what it is. is Especially their, in the their Hulk. background. It's just, it's there. There's no like, standout moments. No. Like, it's a, we just need something mm-hmm. in the background, please. There's a standout moment in Iron Man 2 when he puts on the suitcase suit. But oh, the yeah. music is so far back in the mix, it's not yeah. like front and center where it should have been. It should have been right up there with the sound effects. And they fixed that in like Infinity War yeah. and Endgame and later movies. Mm-hmm. But yeah, these are just they're just Alan there. Silvestri brings the cohesion. He's really good with the Hydra theme. He might be one of my favorite composers. Yeah, well, Back to the Future, Forrest Gump. He did Ready yeah, Player did One. All good. Very all good great. scores. So, Grumpy old men. What, did I think. He? Seriously? I think he did. We'll look it up. Odd couple two he did. Oh nice. No joke. He's he's versatile. But so your 
thin score for MCU Phase 1 is 87. Very respectable. And let's see where that puts it. Interesting situation here. Mm. Our current rankings, our current Finn running Mm -hmm. rank is number five, Austin Powers, 77. Number four, Star Wars, 85. Again, we're we're going to revisit that. that. Number three, Spider-Man, 86. Number two, somehow, Hunger Games, 87. And that's where we get, it's interesting. And the number one, Toy Story with 90. But it's tied with Hunger Games. So let me let me fit this in here. That's what she said. So our new rankings are I think one second. Yeah, you think what? Oh, batteries are low. The newest one before Yes. Okay. I'll tell you in one sec. I gotta re No. So here it is. Number six, Austin Powers still. Number five, Star Wars. Number four, Spider-Man. Number two, Hunger Games and MCU Phase 1. And good in that order. And number one, Toy Story. So it's up there. It's 8 and 87. It's at number two. I feel two. a lot of it's these are going to be about 80. It's respectable. In the 80s, yeah. We might have to start doing decimals round and stuff. but It, it is. It's respectable. This is a good number two. And man, just uh, MCU really brought it. It really set the stage for the rest of the the M, the rest of the MCU. Phase one set up what we know now as the entire 80, of the MCU. 87 is a respectable start because it what it builds up to. Yeah. Yes. And I feel like Where am I going with that? Some I don't other know. MCU <laughs> phases might be a little higher. It's a strong setting, it's a strong foundation to go off of. It's not perfect, but it's perfected as it goes on. It's mm-hmm. refined as it goes on. Like mm-hmm. you said, we're able to develop the characters and their relationships even more. What characters have deficiencies that we can address and make them even better, like Hawkeye. You're not Black a five-star chef right at the beginning. No, no, no. You got to learn to yes. cook. Yep. And you learn what yep. works and what foods to mix together and what goes good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well with each other. So that has been MCU Phase 1. And I, I really wish... We were just going, we were just going and finishing it up because now I'm in it and I want to get to the other ones, but we are not. We have a different direction. We're headed. Okay, Spencer. So that being the end of the MCU, this is it. Bars closing down, closing time. Do you have any last remarks or anything that you might want to add that you may have forgotten as we move on from mcu phase one summer of mcu is in the books it is and not real i just i don't want to rush time but i really can't wait for next summer when Mm -hmm. we do phase two because there's some really good stuff and there's some really i well there's not as many lows as in Mm. phase one and there's some a little higher highs if i'm remembering correctly but it doesn't all conclude on as high of a note because trying to top Avengers with Avengers Age of Ultron it 
I don't know. It was like doomed to not reach high, reached expectations or exceed expectations. Right. Like th- at the at that point, the scrutiny would be higher. Yeah, Joss Whedon was getting tired of the like he literally said like it's tiring doing all. Well, these I and think stuff, he had so. some issues with Marvel brass too, mm. and having them push him into doing certain things because mm. they have an idea of where they're going. Yeah, which is why a certain stupid sequence was included in the movie that we won't talk about till mm, next yeah, summer. Don't talk about next summer. Seems so far away, but I know. In, but in like a year from now, we're going to be sitting here talking. Hey, quarantine James went by Spader. quick. Can you believe it? Yeah, here it's already you record some the sound end of bites? August. You want to? You went wanna... by so fast. It really did. The whole year. Oh, it did. Practically. It did. And uh, we're we can't wait for the next one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're not there yet. No. Do, what are your final thoughts? It's been fun rewatching these. It has been fun. I haven't dreaded watching any of them. I think for the it's a they did it. It's really elementary, Watson, the way they did it. Starting each movie off, Iron Man origin story, Incredible Hulk, not an origin story, but still introducing the character, Iron Man two, building off Iron Man, just introducing these characters with their own movies first, and then bringing them together. It's the basic way of doing it, mm-hmm. and it seems like it's right. To do it that way and it paid off yeah like they didn't play like different games and they didn't mess around with the continuity or anything it's the whole phase one was the first Sticks act with it was the first act of the avengers practically yeah. and they stick with a storyline they don't they don't uh star wars sequel trilogy it up no <laughs> they don't well that's the thing they have kevin feige at the helm in the yeah. creative council that we talked about yeah luckily luckily that are in charge of you know these writers can't just they have a plan they have a plan it's not a pass the baton sort of thing which i don't i'm not quite sure it was with star wars either because jj i think he might have been in contact with Ryan about what they wanted to do. But you get the the sense that it was a, I'm going to write the first paragraph, I'm going to give you, and you write the second, and then yeah, I'm going to take it Yeah, but don't read what back. I wrote. Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I don't know. I'm not sure how that all went down. Yeah, they give know. the air that they had a pre-planned plan. <laughs> but in phase one, the creative team and Kevin being at the helm, it's the, playing the role of George Lucas. I know the story. We know how we want things to go. And these are the things you have to do to stay with it. Other than that, you can be as creative as you want. Mm-hmm. But you need to stick to our framework. Yeah. Because this is how it's going to end. Yeah. That's the way and to do they, it. it. They have a clear vision when you, the entire time. It's like J.K. Rowling knew what Deathly Hallows' ending was going to be. She had the prologue written when she wrote the first book you oh, know yeah, your yeah. beginning you know your ending and then you Fill write what happens that's in what between. you gotta do that's yes. what you gotta do and that's what these yes. did and it was beautiful mm-hmm. it was beautiful it's even beautiful or more beautiful knowing where we end up beautiful okay <laughs> so but. it's beautiful speaking of singing spencer you need to get your rap in here right now we got a new rap a recap rap covering the entire phase one of mcu i've heard it through editing 
and it is a banger, man. It is. It's upbeat. It is upbeat, and it has a chorus. It's it's different than uh, than what I've done in the past. You'll, I think you'll like it. I, it's shorter than my last two, so you're welcome. I, I kept it under four minutes. So here it is, the world premiere of the MCU Phase One recap rap hit play now. Hey Christian, gonna need you to do me a quick favor there, buddy. Make sure we're recording, because I am spitting fire with this recap rap. MCU Phase 1, baby! Let's go! Not live, and it starts right now. We stepped into a bigger universe than what we thought We got Captain America, Iron Man and Thor You got an army? Well that's cute, we got a fucking Hulk A Black Widow shows up, and a guy with eyes like hawks Tony Stark built a suit, in a cave with only scraps Ten rings, tries to get him, but he turns them all to ash No more weapons, Tony says, Obadiah gets my flash Iron Monger comes about, Stark and Pepper kick his ass Time to put a team together, so we gotta give her Spanner Incredible Hulk is bulking out, kicking British Rangers Abomination comes about, puts the town in danger Going down to zero days, cause Bruce controls his anger Tony Stark hides behind his Dude, he's dealing with depression The arc reactor slowly kills and hammer has obsession A new element's required Repression infuse your plans and gets revenge with no progression Okay, I gotta take a breather I'm spitting lyrics out left and right for this recap And in true Avengers form, it's time for me to assemble And pass this over to my teammate So without further ado, let me present to you Coming at you not live from a chorus in this song right now Thanks for that, now we're back and we're bringing you the thunder Mighty Thor is here with power, but he brings about a blunder Loki undermines him and he loses all his wonder The hammer gives him strength, without it he's asunder 1942 is where we head to next Little Stevie Rogers takes a bunch of punches to the chest He can't get in the army, wants to fight with all the best Erskine pumps him up, and he gets his full respect After 70 years on ice, he comes back to pay the price All the time he missed, leaves him dealing with a brand new life Can't fathom where he is, but Nick Fury sheds some light Time to save the world, so we gotta team up for the fight Get the team together Avengers assemble, Loki coming hot with armies, apocalypse resemble, all the madness comes about, the Avengers get the nod, they make Loki pay, cause he's a puny god, we made it through phase one, that was quite the ride, man I can't wait for the next one, I know that's Christian's line, but hey, what's a guy to do, I'm trying to think of lyrics on the spot right now, I don't even have anything written, but you know what they say, <laughs> I can do this all day, This has been the Summer of MCU, a sequel men productions. Go like us on Facebook and shit. You know the drill. But before I leave, I have one quick question. Who is that purple guy at the end with that creepy smile? I don't know. Guess we'll have to find out in phase two. That was fun. I It took me... It I, was fun. I uh, really like how you did the upbeat turn to it. It took me right up. Until the last it's a f- movie to finish the lyrics. Okay. Big and difference from our, our Hunger Games qu- quotes rap. Yeah, that little 
poetic. But it was, this that was fun. Great. This is fun. The this MCU is, fun. is all about fun and heroism. Oh, yeah. But it does have its dark moments. Barely. But I think your rap reflected that. Yeah. And that was cool. I enjoyed doing it. I enjoyed finding the music. Mm-hmm. And I think for the next one, we're hopefully going to have uh, an original... An original. Yes, I'm uh, gonna be. Beat I've been in touch us. with a friend of mine. Um, he might want to start. Who's writing about now. music? Writing about music? What? No, might he's a musician. He's a musician, and he writes music. He's very good at that sort of thing. And I've reached out to him to see if we can get some pure and original sequel men beats for our raps, yeah. so that we're not yeah. using music that other beats people have made men. and worrying about. Uh, copyright and that sort of thing. I don't worry about it that much for our inter interact no. little bits because we're it's a comment a review, yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, it's a review thing. Fair but, fair uh, use if I'm using it correctly. But anyway, we're not that, making money. So that was the MCU phase one. And honestly, do we just where do we go bang. from here? Do we go on to phase two from here and just continue, or did you want to make this no, like a summer thing? No, we've already got the idea. Of That's there right. was an idea. Well, do you? Oh, yeah, babe. Oh, sorry, I didn't know you were still recording. No, it's okay. Hey, we needed a guest tonight. Did you want to do something? Yeah, no, Miles has got to go to bed. Okay. Um, but the police commissioner dropped that off. I'm not sure what it is. Oh. He said, "Do you knew what to do with it?" What is that? All he said, or? Yeah, he was, seemed like he was in a little bit of a hurry. Okay. Well, we'll check it out. Okay. All right. I think that was my Thanks, wife, Krista. everybody. Krista, thank you. So the police, this is weird because I've never, I don't, I don't work what? for the police. <laughs> he Do you have any relatives this, with the police? Kind of. What is in there? Bit. It's a, oh shit. Wait, let me see it. Let it's me, a, uh, it's a playing card. Really? It's a Joker playing card. Said I would knew what to do with it. Do you? It's got like blood stains on it too. Oh, I uh, do you know what to that? do with it. That, okay, I got it. So we're not. This makes sense. This makes total sense. Because look at what shirt I'm wearing tonight. It's Batman. A, yeah. So he probably thought, this is all a joke. Oh. oh no, he want. So we're not doing phase two. No. I mean, It's a good thing. We didn't really have anything planned after no, this. Do you want to do... I, we can do this one. I we mean, can do this one. And your shirt, the card... The card. I guess we can just do the Dark Knight trilogy. Right? I guess we could just do the Dark Knight trilogy. Dark Knight trilogy. This was a really great idea, but seriously though, I am <sighs> concerned why I got hey. this because I don't. I'm not a detective, so that's. Uh, we're I gonna take this as a sign, and I'll figure this out later. Okay, I'm gonna put this over okay, here. Okay. Hey, who, who wants to see a magic trick? <laughs> that's a. I. Uh, I'm looking forward to. I haven't seen a them deep one in a while. I that's haven't seen one. all three of them in a while. That is a dense trilogy. But I guess it's settled. We're doing Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight Trilogy. So the Dark Knight Trilogy. So we got Batman Begins, mm. The Dark Knight and mm. the Dark Knight Legendary Rises. film, everybody. The Dark Knight. It is. Knight. I don't want to give anything away. Right. But I feel like you might see some really high, high scores. scores. 
I think so. And uh, man, she's ah. Do you just a brief? I okay, yeah. Did you? What's your history with these movies? I never saw Batman Begins in theater. Me neither. In fact, I and saw The Dark Knight before it. I think I did too. I and, think I did oh, too. Oh, when I saw Dark Knight, I again, this was when I wasn't as up to date on movies and trailers and stuff. I didn't see a trailer. I didn't know I I knew the Joker was in it and the main villain. I didn't really know. I knew Heath Ledger played him. Which was I was really confused by because I'm like, I've seen Heath Ledger in other movies and that's his weird picture in him as that. And even going as he was going through, I was really trying to like that that can't be him. Because it's just different than what he's ever played. Like I know what he sounds like and I know his style and I know what he looks like and it's all different. And one of the best performances of an actor of all time, and probably my favorite, I'll just say it. But I saw that in theaters and the Joker has sent like that movie impacted me so like I loved it. it was my favorite film instantly and I think I no I won't say I'll just say it it's I, it's I think it's my favorite movie of all time like I'm pretty sure it is so you're not allowed to score no, no I kidding. am no, I am no it's good it's great yeah and I, mean, all I agree of them are. it's great even the worst one is the performance amazing. is astounding oh it's so good and even Batman Begins so like I eh. I didn't realize in Batman Begins, after seeing The Dark Knight, I watched it even, I think, a couple years later. I didn't know that they set up the Joker with the card at the end. That was like their post-credits. I didn't see it. And we're given spoilers and plot points, but I didn't know how they flowed together from movie to movie. Yeah. So then when I All watched it, I knew it, was, was like, that yeah, Batman cool. Begins was like brown. Brown? It had a very brown color palette. Like yeah, you're orangish right. brown. Yeah, you're right. But, but I, honestly, Nolan, I haven't seen it in forever. Christopher Nolan is a genius, and he can do no wrong by me. Well. By me, and by most of the world. Christopher Nolan's a very skilled and famous... And I Good think, at his craft. He's I a good filmmaker. Like, Interstellar, I love Interstellar. Yeah, I saw that in 70mm And I feel like IMAX. Christian awesome. Bale is, by default, the that best Batman because mind. he's in the best Batman movies. But... I think I think that's we'll gonna change. To, I think I'm we'll, we're putting oh, we're hedging man. our bets with the Batman. Oh, the Robert Pattinson. Ever, if you haven't seen that trailer, go watch that. it right now. Yes, watch it. Well, right everybody now. questioned Heath Ledger, but I think what stands out to me in the Dark Knight trilogy is the villains. Like it's the villains that I looked forward to in each ones the most, and even Bane, how he's a little hard to understand sometimes. That's realistic. Oh, Christian or Christopher Nolan's real big on the. Keeping it grounded, realistic, right? Batman when it works, but if you, Bane, you it the villains are what Do make you those feel movies charge because it's such this. He sounds not, but he is this like horror menacing, and um, yeah, the villains are what I look forward to in each in each of these, and um, I, I think I, it's, yeah, begins has the weakest one. It does, but even that one is still. Not by my diagnosis. They Ugh. they each challenge him in different ways, in completely different ways. Good point. Good so point. it's I'm really looking forward to rewatching. I'm looking these. forward to it. I haven't watched them all the way through in a while. I haven't watched them all the way through in sequence since I saw them in theater. And these are these are these are uh, these are meaty. These are meaty movies. Especially long, Dark Knight. 
And boy, oh boy. And I believe we're going to try to fit in, that's what she said, Joel Powie, the voice, as a guest, not just on the wrap-up. I think he wants to be along for the ride the whole time. So we really got to be disciplined and moving along and stuff. But oh, these are going to be so good. I'm really looking I'm forward excited. to these. I'm looking forward to I like. I think The Dark Knight is my favorite out of the that's three. So it better so be. So we're giving like preconceived. We're giving some... Should have been nominated, here. at least nominated for Best Picture. It didn't. It should have it, been. That's so ridiculous. Not but anyway, Ledger, any, yeah. any, anyway, that is our next franchise. We're taking on The Dark Knight. Taking on The Dark Knight. And, and as we close out this podcast, yeah. shit. That's not a good sign. My ass. <laughs> My ass. <laughs> no. Oh, I still got to figure out this uh, this Joker card that I was given, though. So, yeah. That's kind of weird. You should investigate that. Yeah, my wife, everybody. Thank you. Anyway, let's Taking try this again. Let's We're going to end this episode on that note, on that card, that Joker card. That wasn't very good. Is this all a nightmare? Or a joke? Or a strategic military strategy? Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it'll just come to me. No, you said, so that's the Dark Knight. That's our next one. Yeah, Spencer, we're going to be hitting up the Dark Knight trilogy. starting next week. The Dark Knight trilogy starting next week. With and Batman with, Begins. With Batman Begins. I, we're, <laughs> and with that, let's close the book on phase one of MCU and yeah. begin a new chapter and a new book with uh, our next episode next week. That's going to be, as we keep saying, Batman Begins. It's interesting. Sequel Men, the podcast. It's no. <laughs> interesting what we did. We went from Marvel to DC. <laughs> I know. And we didn't plan it that way, but... No. Any, sorry, I just had to That's say okay. that. Go ahead. No. Are we going to do that point. each summer? It's interesting. So like, I we think do phase we two, and then we do Justice League and I all that? I think we should. We, it's a good... It, it, it's, it balances the palette. What if we just do Batmans? We'll do MCU phases and then Batmans, because there's still some Batman ones that we haven't aren't going to cover yet. Yikes. <laughs> but go ahead. But... We're taking a dark turn as we close the book on the MCU Phase 1 and move in next week to Batman Begins, beginning a new chapter in a new book. This has been Sequel Men, the podcast, our latest edition, the MC, the, the end of the summer of MCU Phase 1. We've come to an end here. You can listen to this and the rest of the summer of MCU, if you didn't catch all of them, on Podbean, Spotify, Google music I believe yeah something something Google YouTube in iTunes iTunes or Apple Podcasts That's the it's one. Apple, yeah. Podcasts. Apple, Apple Podcasts Apple Podcasts but also I you mean, can find them iTunes. through iTunes yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so give us that five star help us get up there that's what she said and um, give us a you've review you've been doing that oh, a lot I'll read it. I'll I think this read. is the episode you've done the most yeah I think so weird but uh, you, yeah so do that and you can find us on Twitter, I guess. I don't know if you're still you still posting. You can stuff still every find now and then. us on Twitter. Yes. Find us on Twitter at SequelMen19. You can find but, us on Instagram at SequelMen the podcast. You can uh, email the show directly. That's usually what I start with. There, you have to do some edit magic, but email the show at SequelMen19 at gmail.com. And obviously, always on uh, the Facebook, and we're there. And I, I, that's all I got. Fel- you can reach out to us and, on there. Fellas and ladies, 
we would like this not to just be a one-sided conversation. We we value your feedback. We want you to start engaging with us, asking questions, in, engaging in discussion. Stuff we, we can bounce off of during the show and on our Facebook and social media pages that makes it more interesting and more engaging with the audience. And don't be shy. Don't be bashful. Yeah, because we don't like, want to be, and it's partly on us, we got to get a female yes. guest on here and more diverse. Because mm-hmm. we don't want to just be the two dudes talking. There's too yeah. many of those. And, I mean, we're one of them. As but we, we get like to three think dudes, three men in a podcast yeah, But we're <laughs> next week. Well, I think I have some ideas for a guest for the wrap-up for that. Like, maybe if, uh, another person. But anyway, yeah, that's good. Go. All right. Well, we can't wait for the next one. I know you can't wait for the next one. That's right, Christian, because here at Secret Men Podcast, all oh, are crazy. Take care. <laughs>a sequel <laughs> oh man for my own selfish reasons I wish he didn't die yeah why do you want to record me where's the record button you want to give the record button to a regular audio engineer <laughs> good wow that makes you lightheaded alright I'm done